It's the Tillcast, episode 521. You're Steve. And this week, guys, we talk Horizon Zero Dawn on PC, Metal Hellsinger, Risk of Rain 2, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, and Proteus. Stay tuned. Turns in a box. It's that low hairline. Uh, <laughs> it's the Tiltcast. Hey. And we're back. It is 7.15 p.m. It is Friday. It is the 23rd of September. The balmy 90 degrees? <laughs> there. <laughs> it's still 90 outside? It's, it's, it's an it M-rated is. show. I'm Nas. I'm Jason. I'm Rusty. And it's 53 degrees in the Northlands. Yeah. Between the three of us, you're going to get about 30 minutes of bullshit. Some games and news. You. We, uh, just going to call out our bullshit right here. Um, Do it. We, uh, none of us had cans, so those were all sound effects. (laughs) And they were really (laughs) dank-ass sound effects because... We just had to find them on the interwebs and use a speaker <laughs> because we couldn't get samples to work. So that hey. was just through these good microphones. I'm just gonna oh. get. Oh no, I'm a I'm a total Chad. I took our own sample out of one of our previous recordings, <laughs> and I played that one through. One. And I played that through a speaker into <laughs> the mic because neither Rusty or I could get macros. To work through Discord. Go figure. Discord's uh, noise cancellation's too damn good. Too damn restrictive. Too damn good. Oh, we're back. Um, I'm researching it while we're talking, so (laughs) just keep going. It's been a a busy as hell week, man. Uh, Work has been. Yes, it has. Keeping me stretched thin to the wire every freaking day. And I literally about to lay down. Jason's like, I've been sitting in this room for 10 minutes. Just like, damn it. I just wanted to lay down for a second and for us to be late as normal. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, we were fucking actually yeah. ready on time. And he's the one that's like, man, I was hoping that they would just be lazy. Yeah. I was going to win. I was going to play a little bit of video games for a second. I haven't done That's any- all I can do is play a little bit of video games while I was waiting for you, Chad. Everybody a Chad today? Everybody's a Chad today. Unless you want to be a Steve. You could be a Steve if you want. I'd rather be a Steve. All right, fine. You're a Steve. Jason, you're a Chad. Jason kind of I mean, looks like a Chad. Both are still from a, better than a Stifler. So <laughs> Jason's profile kind of looks Chad-like. Very, he's got kind of a Chad-like. he's got kind of a square head. He's got the full beard and the the hairline that goes very low. Like he's got. <laughs> he does. He, he kind of looks like a freaking Minecraft voxel. <laughs> that face says it all. I think we actually kind of yeah. pissed Jason off just a tad. <laughs> he's he's like, you know what? Screw you guys. Screw you guys. I'm already home. <laughs> There's uh, one difference. 
other than with you two low level fucks, I don't act like I'm better than everybody else. Just you two. Oh, oh shit. Oh shit. It's good to be He's honest. It's gonna be the bigger man or something like that. It's good to be a it's good to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> I'm not enough of a gym rat to be a Chad. None of us are gym rats. No. I, I have no, my, my I've been waking up every day an hour early and saying I'm going to work out and I'm like I'm not going to get any video game time in. Might as well play a little bit of video games. Hey, you got to do the same. You got to do your workout while video gaming. I mean, that's what that's what the uh, VR systems for. Just play some Beat Saber. You're fine. Yeah, that's what I did. An hour worth of Beat Saber at Expert. Man, I could barely feel my arms. I mean, that is a good workout. But I I do want to use the Bowflex. I finally got set up, but I just haven't been touching it. Oh, dude. You don't use your Bowflex, I'll take it. That's for sure. And Literally, I, it's been set up for a week and a half, and I haven't fucking touched it, and I need to touch it. I cleaned it off. It had been sitting in the garage for two years. Um, so, so because I had a it kid, off, you touched it, you're fine. Yeah, well, I mean, a kid's bedroom set up back there, and now I don't have a kid's bedroom set up back there, so I was like, I need to get the Bowflex out. And I even got the broom, dusted it off, like wiped it down, made sure there were no spiders in any any thing at all even going as far as to spray so i did two things use the leaf blower and blew it off and blew through all the little tubes you know and then i did the reverse and used a vacuum and then like took a paper towel and wrapped it around the end of the hose and then tried to suck everything out so like i'm pretty sure if there's anything in there it's if it is it's a survivor it's it's like Somebody that really didn't want to leave their home during the hurricane, but but this would have been like it's been like an F five tornado. Like I I I there was a lot of suction and blowing going on there. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Got the old Mega Maid out. Yeah, <laughs> like like a two thousand dollar hooker or something, man. Wow. All right, President okay. Scrub. Wow. Well. That's the last thing that I would want while fucking like, you know, working out on a Bowflex. Just find out that I have just, you know, uh, you I have it and disturbed it... the home of a fucking eight-legged freak and it starts like crawling over my lap. I think I'd shit myself, pit my, uh, piss myself and probably blow out a fucking shoulder at the same time. <clears throat> There's a game about spiders with swords on Game Pass right now. No, thank you. I'm good. I think it's I called it. We Are Spiders. It's Something. It's all right. Can, I, I thought you of you. I almost, shit. I almost screenshotted it and sent it to you, and I was too busy. You didn't need to screenshot it. It popped up as uh, as a recommendation, and I said, "Blacklist, fuck this shit. I don't want to see it." Yeah, I had like I all of it. all of ten minutes to poop today at work because I didn't even get to eat fucking lunch, and I was browsing Game Pass as I was finally hit my vape and refilling my four drinks so that I'd have something to drink in the hours of meetings I was in. And uh and busybody. Yeah, and so I saw that and I was like, man, that's that's very rusty. That's yeah. right up Rusty's alley. <laughs> Fuck you. I really I, I just I hate I this do time believe, of year. I do believe I already teased him with that one. I believe it's called Kill It with Fire. Nope, there's a new yeah. one. There's a new oh, one. Oh, there's, there's there's a new one? Yeah, pull uh-huh. up your game pass on your PC. You'll see what I'm talking about. It's on the front page. 
No, I'm good. Thank you. You can. It's uh, any developer out there that decides, hey, let's make a game about spiders. It's the second. It's the second game on Game Pass that's about spiders. Yeah. Well, actually, if you if you take into account Grounded. Oh uh, yeah, that that's one's probably the third one. That one's actually kind of the spiders in that are genuinely kind of terrifying. Yep, and and totally not going to happen. Well, it's like they're fucking shelob size, dude. It's bad. Well, that's because grounded is like, honey, I shrunk the kids. Yeah, in a platform yeah. shooter. Like, okay, I can only uh, I can't think of anything more fucking you know that that triggers me more. <laughs> Honestly, that. that the idea of a fucking, you know, house-sized spider coming at me, uh, I'm, my soul has already left my body at that point. So I found it. Spider heck. S- spider couch, oh, heck. Couch, spider heck? Yeah. It's a couch co-op brawler where spiders dance to the death in the grip of chaotic battles using laser swords, grenades, and even rocket launchers. So it's it's kind of like... It's so that sounds it, like worms, but with spiders. Yeah, it's worms Armageddon with spiders. They're like neon spiders. Yeah, doesn't matter if they're neon spiders. Fuck you guys. I don't want to fucking play this. Game. I don't even want to see it, dude. Yeah. yeah, they're they're totally electronic spiders. They're not. Uh, they're they're not fuzzy. I can't really see that. Uh, yeah, no, I'm good. I've seen. I saw it for a split second, and I said, "Nah, I don't want to see this anymore." And the movement's pretty lifelike. Like I'm pretty impressed with the way they. Oh, there's a spider with a little like, little, little hat. But yeah, the legs move really realistically. Actually, that's pretty crazy. It looks insane. I gotta say, I'm genuinely impressed with how they've been uh, curating the games in their list. Yeah, it had a good bad. Speaking of spiders, um, <laughs> it's a weird segue. Speaking of spiders, right. um, Grounded comes out here really soon, like next week, uh, out of early access. Yeah, well. I think it's time for me to install Grounded. Um, mod it so that all the uh, all the fucking spiders are puppies. You can you can set the spiders to be non scary. Non scary. Oh yeah, that's right. You they come out with like what fucking happy faces or some bullshit. They come out like an orb, like just a circle, with like okay smiley eyes. It's it's a setting smiley. Yeah. Well, there was uh, September twenty seventh. Something similar for. Uh, they have something similar for Satisfactory, where the uh, where all the the spider like enemies the there's a few of them, um, they're just uh, kitten faces, just a, like a, a static image of a cat, and they just mo- jump around and attack you. <laughs> it's it's the arachnophobia mode. Yeah, they have an arachnophobia mode. Um, here, I'll send you the. Arachnoph- I hate this time of year. Everybody thinks, oh, fucking, like, Halloween, this is great. Let's go ahead and just, like, you know, throw fucking, like, fake spider webs up and plastic spiders. And I'm not super afraid of fucking plastic spiders. I'm not, like, I'm not a full bitch. I am just kind of half bitch. Um, But I can tell you right now, 
this this particular time of year, the, the real spiders are kind of they're kind of out there right now, you know. And I want it just to be cold enough for them all to die. I'm good. As soon as it gets cold enough for them to die, I can fucking like you know bug bomb the house to make sure all the ones that decided to escape into the house you know fucking curl up and fucking expire. I'm good at that point. Fine. Unlike unlike the Southlands, the Northlands has like a bug free time. So I was I was you know exterminating freaking brown recluses and shit in my you know in my apartment in the Southlands in the middle of winter time and I'm like how are you even alive go fuck off but yeah yeah this particular time of year I'm as soon as we get past of uh, Halloween I'm good I'll be all right yeah, at least am, for the most part, we I kept that shit out of my house. Yeah, and the thing about you know the thing about what I'm what I'm learning about the people up here in you know in the north is that they like to decorate way more uh, than than the people you know down south. Now there's a couple people down there that would you know that would go over the top for their fucking decorations, like the fucking. Was it the you know thirty foot tall fucking skeleton or whatever the fuck it is? I just put that out in the front yard. It'll be good. Um, but <laughs> big waste of time. Where are you gonna fucking put that shit afterwards? We'll just leave it out there all year long. Yeah, you're a freak. Um, ah, there's there's people up here that's they're getting ready to to do this and being in the you know in a rural area and. Nobody is really afraid to knock on doors up here anymore. You know, like that's that's never been like a a dangerous thing to do. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to give out candy. Oh, now you're obligated. Children. You got to interact with with childs. And gotta give out candy to children. That's bad, oh. sir. That's more a uh, result of being in a. Uh, more rural community again versus you know the city where there are tons of trick or treat alternatives like there are here, uh, like the trunk or treat or whatever the fuck that yeah, is. Yeah, I don't even have to participate. I can just turn yeah, off all my or, lights. Or like the uh, uh, the uh, mall. Oh, go to the mall treats. You know stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it, all it's that's all really pro- all that's really prevalent here. So, <laughs> well, it's you go to everybody's house around here, and you just go up and down the streets, and you know, it still has the same rule. If the if the lights are not on, you don't go up to the house. But it's uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a thing, and I'm 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 probably gonna be forced into it. I don't like. Uh, it's not like I don't like. You know, Halloween. Halloween is cool. It's like the time where I can watch, you know, fucking horror flicks and not be looked at funny. Uh, it's, you know, those fucking cheesy 80s and 90s horror flicks are, you know, are great, you know, time wasters for this particular time of year. Um, it's just it's just the kids, you know, I don't know. I'll I'll be that bastard that hands out apples or or even worse, the popcorn balls. Popcorn <laughs> balls. That's great. 
So popcorn balls require effort. So fuck that shit. <laughs> I do have an update on something game game adjacent. Game adjacent. Okay. Yeah. So What's- me and uh, picking up pixels, John Musum, um, both ordered Steam decks pretty close to the same time, uh, early summer. Yeah. Um, he got his email last week on Thursday and got his Steam Deck Wednesday. Um, I got my email on Monday, and mine still says shipment status shipping soon. It is Friday. I've been bru- I've been perusing Reddit to see what other people's cases have been, and it some people are very similar to me, and some people are like John, who got his like seven days after. Or, Seven full days after he got the confirmation email, I was in the middle of a meeting and did not and hit the purchase button so fast. Like I didn't even know that it processed until I checked my statement to make sure that it had showed a pending charge. Um, it barely registered it, but it does show that mine was purchased September 19th at 2.44 p.m. Literally in the middle of a meeting and I'm sitting here trying to be like super low key punching vigorously with my thumb. Um, <laughs> right, but yeah, it's it's been purchased. Still waiting on it. Um, there's I bought all the fucking. They're gonna be getting ex- them out there though. Oh yeah, I'm hoping to see an email tomorrow. I've been hoping to see an email like every two hours. I've checked my fucking email. Um, to the point I'm yeah. not even sleeping a little bit. I even purchased all the accessories that I needed, so I got a dock for it. Because there is several third-party docs. I read several reviews. The one I got, this is going to sound stupid for a Steam Deck, but it does 4K 60 FPS HDMI 2.1. Um, and it also uses the adapter for the Steam Deck to charge. So you can plug the Steam Deck adapter into this thing to charge because it needs at least, um, I think it's 40 watts of power. So, like a standard phone charger, like you can charge it with a USB-C, but a standard phone charger is only going to put out like 5 to 10 watts, so it'll take a really long time to charge. Yeah, you, no, you, you, need, some, you uh, need something more quint, akin to like same charger for a Switch. Yeah, so it right. needs a lot more power. Um, and so you kind of have to get something a little bit beefier, but... um. Primarily, my use case is going to replace Steam Link in my bedroom and so I can couch potato with the dog while I watch TV and play something on Steam at the same time. Because I technically can, but I have to watch it on my little bitty monitor or I have to game on a little bitty monitor and I want to sit on the couch. So it's kind of like, this is a super like first world problem thing to have, but. Um, I occasionally leave the house and I'll play it occasionally there, but to me, it's, it's a neat little doodad that I really wanted. That's, that's what it really boils down to. But I got that. I got a Samsung Evo, um, micro, uh, SD card that's at a, a 512 gig one. So that should help me with my storage. I didn't really want to go a terabyte cause they get really fucking pricey at a terabyte. Yeah, they do. So I spent like. 55 bucks on that Samsung, which is like, watched a video like price per transfer speed. This is the best one. Um, I guess it's the SanDisk Extreme that's the best one, but 
I was looking at like eighty five dollars yeah. for five for five hundred and twelve gigs, which that seemed outrageous, and somehow fifty five didn't. Um, hey, like Sandisk um, and Samsung like make the best uh, flash storage, like the micro SD cards and shit. Yeah, I'm pretty okay with the Samsung. Like the Samsung. Like price for performance was pretty fucking solid, yeah. um, and then I got myself like a case with a kickstand for the Steam Deck. So essentially, it's kind of like a phone case, right, with vent ports on it, with a kickstand like my phone does. I love. I never thought I'd use the kickstand on my phone case at all until I started like watching videos or doing video podcasts and watching them while I was working or gaming or whatever. And I like just being able to pop my phone on a kickstand while I do it. Um, so I very intentionally looked for a case with a kickstand. Um, You're going to spend about as much as what you spent on the Steam Deck on accessories. No, I'm not. I spent... <laughs> I mean, it's starting to sound like it, though. I spent about $110. $110. Okay. So about, like, what? I spent 500 and. 44 on the steam deck i got the 256 gig variant the middle the mid range oh, one you, and then a i little got over a fifth already so yeah i mean it, if i drop it as i drop my phone all the fucking time i want it to be protected that was the other thing is i was looking for those cases that were also drop protectors you know and then i got the uh i was trying to find i spent i spent way too much time researching products before i purchase right because i'm a cheap ass even though I make decent money. Um, and that's just ingrained in me. I can't help it. So I continue to look so I don't waste money unintentionally. But I found some tempered glass um, like covers that fit perfectly that are cut in a certain way. Watched a bunch of YouTube videos on different like screen covers for it. So I found one that's anti-glare, right? So I pay out $100 less, but I've also got an SD card, a case, and anti-glare which is the same thing that you get with the higher variant so the only thing the higher variant has on me is 256 gigs of onboard storage and an anti-glare glass and it costs i think 100 bucks more and i figured that yeah. i could get those two things cheaper which is why i got a 512 gig micro sd and anti-glare tempered glass stuff which i spent like 20 bucks on that um, you know, but that also is a screen protector that you can replace instead of it being built right onto the thing. Yeah, there was there's That's some the way that, I'd go. Yeah, there's some that come with the case that I got, but I literally did the research to find one that was anti glare, like really anti glare, and like tempered glass. Right, so if it breaks, just pull that fucker off and then replace it with one of the other. It comes with three. It's a three pack. So I've got that covered as well. Uh-huh. Um, so I feel like I got the, uh, the cat's meow of accessories for the steam deck. Did I spend? Yeah. So I only spent 110 bucks for case dock and case dock SD card and, uh, screen protection. Yeah. I mean, for now. <laughs> you could have easily spent a hundred bucks just on the case and the screen protectors. So yeah, it's, the case it, wasn't that the bad. Like the accessories I found a, that you get for I found uh, for the Steam Deck is going to be awesome. But I mean, I would have done all these. Using it. 
I'd have been doing all those things minus the dock for a phone that I got, right? Yeah, true. That's kind of how I treated it, except like I even got an SD card for my phone. Although it's not the same. I got it like Amazon Basics SD card for my phone because I don't use it for anything other than taking stupid pictures, saving memes, texting, and watching podcasts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You'll be doing that on your Steam Deck. You're going to find different ways to use that fucker. (laughs) Well, and in a week... Literally eight days from now, I'll be going to Highlung. So I'm uh, mm. absolutely have a use case. Both me and John will have our Steam Decks. So well, hopefully, I'll have it by then. Um, you should. We'll both have that. And then a few days later, I'm going to another show in Dallas all by myself. Uh, so not that I'm going to play it all that much, but it would be nice to have the option to goof around for a minute before I go to bed. So. Yeah. And and the kind of games that you play, you know, are perfect for Steam, you know, for the Steam Deck, you know, like mostly turn based and stuff like that. Well, you can also play shit like Elden Ring on the fucking Steam Deck. Yeah, but you, yeah, okay, all right, you could, sure, but I'd much rather play it on my rig. So <laughs> that would too. Right. I'm not- just keep in mind that I mean the Steam Deck is perfectly good for 720 or 1080p gaming. Like, and a, a screen know, size, me, most titles, a screen size that yeah, for big. me it would be, it, it would be mostly like you know, um, you know, like Metroidvanias or something, you know, or something like that, uh, that I would end up playing, um, or something like you know, Vampire Survivors or something, you know, something that doesn't require a whole lot. Uh, so I, I'm not in the market for one of these, and it's it's one of those, uh, it's. Like I was saying last week, I don't use my Switch. So if I don't use my Switch, and it's not because of lack of titles, it's the fact that I just don't use a handheld. Um, you know, that that's kind of the driving force why I didn't jump on the you know the bandwagon to, and or, you know, pre-order one of these. I figured you were going to do it. You'd be able to tell us. So I'll let you spend the money. <laughs> I had the disposable income. I'd probably have one and let the kids have the switch. Oh, I don't know if I'd let them have the switch. Yeah, the- I mean, Nintendo Nintendo does have a lot of exclusives, and I am still holding on to my switch just because there is the promise of a new Metroid coming sometime. Maybe it's a pretty expensive so, Metroid machine. Yeah, if it can never get out of development hell, it'll be on but, the next console. Yeah. It'll be on the next console. <laughs> Switch to. You're not wrong. I didn't jump on it when they did Zelda, right? And they always do Zelda. At least the last two generations, they've done Zelda right before they do a new console, right? So if they're doing the new Zelda in May, does that mean they're going to announce the new console like in October? Oh, God. If they did, that would piss a whole lot of people off. But I see what you're going for. I mean, you it's know, a what, trend. Fucking Skyward Sword was right at the end of, uh, wasn't that right at the end of, of the Wii U? Um, the last Zelda game was at the end of it too. Because I have it. I have uh, what? What the fuck is it called? Zelda: The Broken Weapons. What? What's that called? Broken Weapons. Well, uh, Wild. Um, 
Breath of the Wild? Breath of the Wild, yeah. That came out on oh. Wii U. Oh, that's right. It did come out on Wii U. And I but have I that was... version. Yeah, because it was a launch title for the Switch. Correct. But it was backwards compatible for the Wii U. Yeah. Correct. And it was not a good version. It ran like ass. No, that that port sucked super hard. And that's probably part of the reason why I don't like it is that port sucks so bad. But also, I didn't like the broken weapons stuff. So, you know. Yeah, the new one just needs to get rid of dur- durability. I think I, t- I said that last week. But you it did. was, uh, you know, is a serviceable game. It's just that was the one big, you know, big, big you know, issue that they would got. So I'm, I'm not really chomping at the bit for you know for a new Zelda game because man, I'm gonna have to figure out how you know how I want to sit down and play that game. Um, but I will eventually play it. I've got the Switch. Might as well. Right. Have you guys yeah. have you guys been up to anything interesting the last week? Oh God. Oh God. You uh, you're asking me for interesting and <laughs> I'll invite you to live in the north. Nothing interesting happens up here, dude. <laughs> what was it? Yes. That was... uh, as it. far as far as life other than spending all day uh out at like the uh outside at the Y and on Turkey Mountain and then working on Sunday. No, I didn't. Sinus infection as a result. Of oh, being well, outside all day. That, oh, oh, yeah, so that's what, ragweed? Yep, ragweed yeah. is super fucking high right now. Yeah, I don't miss that shit either. This is a great thing about being up north. Uh, I, Aside and from the not having, not having allergies, but you know, or internet, ba- or or internet, really. <laughs> no <laughs> allergies. I'm no on internet, a really no long bugs. Tin can with a string. <laughs> right. Now. He's yeah, on a super I, uh, far. We're on. This is the longest podcast ever. It's actually taking us about a day to record. Me and Jason start talking, and then we record it and send the response to Rusty, who then has to record his portion and then upload it, and then it comes back to us. <laughs> also, great. that we can respond. We 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 <laughs> and do it's this going with, through snail mail because we don't get anything fast up here. This whole conversation is like ten thousand MP3s. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh man! And, and then I got to spend four suck. days stitching that shit together. That, that ain't happening. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'd go to a McDonald's for their Wi-Fi, order me a Big Mac, and sit down and fucking record in a, in a booth. Be like, Just sir, have you have to order something else. Like Rusty's on his seventh Big Mac while we were recording. <laughs> Why'd you get so fat? I recorded a McDonald's, you fucker. <laughs> When a McDonald's Wi-Fi is faster than your home internet, I'm just saying. Right. Uh, <laughs> they're, we're we're bugging them like almost every single day. We're bugging these guys to actually get a, you know get our fiber in. Uh, and you got to get it in for before I permafrost. Mean, it, 
We've got to get it in before it fucking freezes up here. And I mean, considering it's 52 fucking degrees and falling right now, it's going to fucking frost. Like, I mean, it's not going to freeze the ground or anything, but it's getting fucking cold. Right. No, but the guy and nobody about, wants to be outside. I have to get the bifrost to cut the ground. <laughs> They're gonna end up having a fucking you know bring in a goddamn excavator and fucking like jackhammer the fucking. I don't care what they have to do. They can run the fucking fiber line across the goddamn lawn if they need to. I will have fiber in this fucking house because you know I ugh, dude last night. I'm sitting here going, okay, I, I've got, you know, I open up my Steam and three games have updates. I'm like, oh, great. And I'm looking through each one of them. And one of the updates was like five gigs. And the, uh, that's like you know, an hour, I'm, right? And I'm, right. I'm looking at five gigs and I'm like, oh my God, I can't fucking do anything for a, you know, for literally an hour. It's, you can't do anything. If you if you are uh, if you're pulling all of the van- bandwidth that we've got just to do a Steam update, there's a problem. And I was I was like, okay, so I pause all the fucking updates, wait for everybody to fucking go to bed, and then start you know the updates and start trying to download another game. This game is like sixty gigs. I know it's going to take multiple days for it to download. Jesus. I download, I I set the updates to go and then I, you know, start downloading this new game. 11% when I woke up. 11% (laughs) of the download was done. So 10 days. It's seven to 10 business days. You're going to have your download complete. And and because we're using the internet, you know, to, you know, to game or look, you know, look up videos or, you know, or just, you know, use the fucking internet throughout the day. I can't steal all the bandwidth for a fucking video game download during the day. So I have to pause it at the beginning of the fucking day. And then I have to wait until everybody's done using the fucking internet for the day to start that, you know, that shit back up. It's going to take three days for me to download, uh, download this fucking game. This reminds and me of downloading my, albums on Kazaa back in the nineties, right? And and my fucking you know my my big deal here is is that you know I have a little bit of gamer ADD. Like I will download a game, it might not hit just right at that moment. So, you know, I'm committing three days worth of my quote unquote download time for a possibility that I might enjoy this game at some point. And so, so let me ask you, Rusty, do you know where the nearest fiber box is? I know exactly where the fiber box is. It's right outside in the front yard. This box is staring me down. All that's needed is to have that have a line run from that box uh, into the how house. Many, how many feet away would you say it is? Uh, to be able to get it to where I need it, uh, I would need to probably have, oh, probably 200 feet worth of line. And that's expensive. I mean, fiber optic line is is not cheap. I can't do anything, though, because uh, it's, you know, you have to have the fiber modem. 
you know, you have to have you have to have the determination at the other end because getting fiber into the house isn't, you know, is only part of the battle. You have to have it actually set up and installed, you know, to be able to get anything, right? It's not like you could go out and fucking like wiretap in for phone line. It's the same deal for, you know, for fiber. Uh, so, you know, I have to wait for them to actually come out and do the install. Now, what what burns my fucking knickers right now is the fact that uh is the fact that my mom is getting her fiber on October 13th and she barely uses the internet but she's getting she's going to have fiber here in a couple weeks and i have a big fucking question mark as to when i'm going to be able to get fiber into this place and of all of the houses in town, I would wager to say that we use the internet way more than most anybody else in you know in the whole town. You're using more with shit internet than the people are with fiber, except for the uh, the, the grandpa right. that just discovered pornography. I legitimately have been thinking about waiting for them to uh, waiting for my mom to get her fiber internet connected. And then taking my entire fucking rig over to their or to her house for a day and downloading everything I possibly can onto my game game drive that even remotely interests me just in the course of one day. And then just bringing my rig back, hooking it up and be, you know, being good until fibers you know, here. That is a legitimate thought in my head. And it is sad. That is the saddest fucking thing I could think of right now is that I'm going to have to I would have to take my entire fucking rig over there. Like. It, it, and, and oh, don't even get me started if I start fucking loading like 40 or 50 fucking games onto my, you know, onto my system. Can you imagine the, you know, like the Steam updates? It's like you turn on Steam, the, you know, the next day, 15 games need updates. It's going to require 100 gigs. J Rusty, what you need to do is you need to take one of your regular spinny drives, take it over to your mom's house, hook it up in their computer, download everything you want to that drive, and then hook that back up and transfer it over your NVMe. I could. I could do something That'd be way, similar. Way faster than you pulling your whole rig apart and taking it over there. I, it doesn't, it wouldn't take very much for me. You know, it's, you know, to be honest, I've got everything set up just right. But, I, I know I know what, what you're talking about. You have about. a case that's slightly bigger than mine, and I can only imagine yeah. lagging or lugging around that case anywhere. It's not ideal. Like none of this is ideal. That case um, that my my computer right now weighs like fifty five pounds. This is probably like sixty, seventy, maybe. It's got a lot of tempered glass in it. It's got a lot of that's tempered glass, thing. and you got a big, you got a graphics card that weighs like five pounds. It's freaking power supply weighs like weighs like six or seven pounds. I've got freaking two actual old school hard drives in mine. Plus, you know, the NVMe's don't weigh anything, but like that case by itself weighs at least forty pounds. Yeah, well, it would be worth it for a day, just one day. That's all it would take is one day. You know. 200 down 200 up i would only need one day to download everything i needed but you know that that's 
I don't know. Uh, it's it is maddening. It is a thing that is a constant fucking battle. Like we we were doing uh, we were doing speed tests with what we've got, um, and you know directly off the modem we were getting fifteen fifteen megabits down. Okay, fifteen is good enough to be able to watch like Netflix. You know, browse the internet. You know, watch Netflix. You know, on one device. Is Soon as we hooked it up to the Wi-Fi, it dropped down to 10 or 9. So that means our, you know, our smart assistant boxes and our uh, our smart lights and everything just running is taking, a, you know, a good third of our bandwidth. And then, you know, and, and then, I mean, even right now, my buddy's in the other room playing Final Fantasy. And I'm worried about having enough bandwidth to be able to talk to you. That's 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 what I'm worried about right now. So I mean, it it seems to be okay. I haven't broke up, right? But um, yeah, dude, living in you know living in the in the Northlands in the rural area and being around people who only ever use internet to like check Craigslist and you know maybe check facebook every once in a while i am i am what would they would consider a power user and i'm going to be one of the fucking last people to get the goddamn internet i feel it's karma i mean that it's totally possible um it's not gonna be i mean <laughs> I will. You, you could always take the approach of uh running your your own armored fiber cable it's just you know Five hundred and thirty dollars. Uh, five hundred and thirty dollars. You know what's for it? that is? for seventy-eight meters of cable. You know, there's that there's that point-to-point transmission Granted, you could do as well. This is an armored cable with like six strands, so it's th- three lines. No, what's that? What's that point-to-point internet you can do? I know out in the country, some people will do the like a satellite dish to a tower kind of thing, and you can run point-to-point between people. Yeah, yeah. Now that's that's a thing. Except for we're kind of in a well. There's a thing up here called the woods, and <laughs> just put that put that tower like 200 feet in the air, there, dude. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you put it to 200 feet in the air up here, you have to have a fucking strobe light on the top of it, <laughs> sir. And. In order to get the kind of speeds, you don't have tornadoes. Rusty really needs uh, the only the only place I know of that even has a dish and transmitter strong enough, and you need absolute clear line of sight for it, Mm -hmm. is uh, ubiquity. Yeah, the ubiquity Um, dishes. Yeah, but yeah, but that was the um. Uh, that that was, you know, there was no uh, no obstructions, and you had to have basically a perfect, you know, spot on, uh, yeah, you know, straight you, line. You have to have an absolute line of sight. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, at this point, I don't have much of a recourse. I have to actually wait for them to, you know, to be ready to do their thing, and you know, just bug them until they actually do it. Uh, you know, but 
man, I'm feeling I'm feeling the pain. Like I can't really move, you know, from game to game or if a new game comes out, like I have to, you know, I have to spend a couple days, you know, of focused download just to be able to try out a new game. I can't even do like demos or anything like that, really, because, you know, some of those demos are like 15, 20 gigs. And that's, you know, that's still going to take, you know, a considerable amount of time, at least at least all night and most of, you know, most of one day to actually get it done. You know, so it's it's a thing that I have to deal with. It's a challenge of, you know, of, you know, of living up here. Um, but I could whinge about it, but there, that doesn't really fix the problem. You know, I could just make sure that you know we're on the top of their fucking list of get that shit done as soon as it's done you'll never hear about this shit again i'll be like ah this is great you know but uh you know where i was where i was in uh in oaky land i i had uh was it giga blast or whatever and that was more than i needed for you know for just me you know i didn't have any awful lot I only notice about a 50 meg difference between that, between my current internet and Gigablast, and mine's more consistent. I got rid of it and got my own modem, and it was a instant change to more stable, well, consistent internet. Yeah, I, I never used their, uh, I never used their own, uh, their their cable modem. I purchased my own cable modem, um, just because I wanted to have control over uh, over that, and and their cable modem there was, uh, it was dog shit. Um, for here we're I'm going to have, you know, we're going to have the, uh, you know, the fiber come in and, and the fiber is going to be, uh, internet phone and video service. They're all, they're going to push all, all of that through the fiber. We don't have video service because I mean, we live in an age of streaming. Why would I fucking pay for a subscription service? Right. Um, <clears throat> the, uh, uh, so phone we do have landline phones here and I know, right. Fucking landline phones. That's, that's how old, I mean, I have to go up and fucking like ring the bell on the fucking party line to be able to use it up here. That's how old shit it is up here. Um, but the, uh, the phone and the internet will be coming, you know, coming in through that box. And then I'm going to have all of my network shit, you know, in there and I'm going to have it all fucking controlled in a, in a, you know, in one spot. So I can run the cables that I need and not have a bunch of fucking spaghetti wires everywhere. And it's going to be fucking sweet. It will be sweet. Uh, and I'm making sure I get the equipment that's going to be able to pass that internet, you know, uh, you know, through on copper to at least the two gaming machines that's down here. Uh, the rest of the house can be on Wi-Fi. I mean, even the fucking, you know, PlayStation 5 and the Xboxes can be on fucking Wi-Fi. As far as I'm concerned, you know, as long as it's Wi-Fi six, it'll still work. It'll still work just fine. You know, so I've got plans, but man, the internet speed is is really fucking kicking my ass right now. Well, but, speaking of games, Jason, you uh, you gamed anything recently? Yeah. So uh, with all of my sinus trouble and everything i was like you know what i'm just gonna 
got nothing better to do. I'm just sitting here hardly able to breathe. So I'll chill out and actually start Horizon. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Forbidden West? No. Oh. Zero Dawn. I've never played it. You've never played Zero Dawn? But I got it on Steam sale. Well, there you go. In the summer. So there you go. I'd definitely push your card some too. Eh, no, the first one was not you know not too bad. It wasn't yeah, too bad the, at all. It it's it's not even touching half the memory on my twenty eighty. Yeah, I kind of figured that you know, I, I kind of figured that that would you know that would be a good game to you know to play on there. It still looks great. You can turn that up to beautiful, uh, and it still looks great. Oh yeah. It's uh, it is. I would say it's a, a medium to longer length game just because of the amount of story that's in it. Um, I liked it, but that was that was a while back. I think I played it on. I think I played it on PlayStation. Yeah, I got it. I do own it on uh, on Steam because I got it for like really cheap one day, uh, and I wanted to see what it looked like on beautiful. But you know, I can't download that shit anymore. Um uh <laughs> just another victim. I know, right? Uh but it was it was a really good game, you know, to uh you know to play. If you plan on playing uh Forbidden West, uh playing through uh Zero Dawn will make this you know the story make a whole lot more sense. So I would definitely recommend playing through that. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm I'm going to finish it now that I started it, but I have no idea when I'll actually play Forbidden West because I'm not going to buy a PS5 for it. So. Oh well, PS5s will be available soon, ish. TM right? Uh, TM. Right, <laughs> the PS5s, you know, you, you'll get one eventually. I think, maybe, possibly, sometime before PS6 comes out. I think, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> not I, not I enjoyed they, it. Not if they keep eventually releasing the best titles on PC. Well, that's true. Uh, and PlayStation has been, you know, releasing those games. Uh, they take about a year or two for them to show up on PC, but they do eventually show up on PC. I mean, if you wanted to wait that long, uh, you could you could do it that way. I I like my PS5. I just um, uh, I I don't have I don't, I I mean, don't have the ability to really use it that right right now. I don't have any issue with PS5's hardware or how it functions or or anything like that. I'm not an an Xbox fanboy in the simplest terms that I only ever touch an Xbox. I own two PS4s. I mean, but mm-hmm. the thing is, is like we all use PC Game Pass I, and then play PS5 as for, our console of choice <laughs> or PlayStation. For right, for me, it's more. It's hard for me not to treat sony the same way that i treat apple 
you know, because of proprietary I, bullshit. But they're doing yeah. they're doing decent lately with releasing PS PlayStation exclusives to PC. It's just usually a little late. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. It's a step in the right direction, but you know, until they prove that that they can actually put value behind their services, which to be honest, so far all these tiers of PlayStation Plus still suck in comparison to Game Pass. Um the uh the way they uh uh, the way I've seen different things, the way they've treated consumers, I just, I don't know. I'm, they, they've taken steps in right directions and taken steps back, backwards in others. And I'm just not, um, not convinced that they're, they're ever really going to be that much different than Apple. Yeah. I have a special uh special dislike for uh for Apple. I don't see PlayStation as the same. Um I don't I don't have the same uh same feeling about uh Sony's PlayStation, you know, to Apple because it's not it's because it was the, oh, no, exactly. it was a Japanese co- company that what? has a little bit of ethics versus Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah. let me let me let me specify a little bit more sony's nowhere near as bad as apple i think they're just proprietary they've made a lot of similar decisions okay well so, i mean yeah yeah so i i want what i want from uh from sony is to basically take a uh uh Take the uh, Xbox Game Pass, you know, approach, and just do, you know, where they actually just down, you know, can download to a PC and play it. I mean, honestly, the you know PlayStation Five is nothing more than a you know a specialized PC, you know, hardware wise. Um, you know that. That I mean, is shoot the the chip architectures in both the Xbox. Series X and the PS5 are damn near the same exact chip. Well, it's at least PC grade stuff. Like it's it's not, you know, it's gone are the days where they had the uh, 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 a specialized uh, processor or system on chip or anything like that for uh, uh, for you know the PlayStation where it worked differently than any other PC. It's you know they're. Uh, they're going more with a standardized, you know, uh, chip, and it would work, you know, essentially like a PC. It's just it's in their ecosystem, which I grant you that feels, you know, that feels very Apple esque. Uh, but you know, you know, and Xbox has been kind of, you know, it has opened it up for Game Pass on PC, which we, you know, we all enjoy, right? So if if PlayStation did something similar and kind of broke down that you know that bit of a wall, then I wouldn't have near as much of a problem with it. I'd also have a little less of a problem if their if their choices like with service tiers made any sense. You know, like 
don't yeah. know. I feel There's, like I feel like they made it overly complicated. When yeah, it, there is PlayStation Plus on PC. Thing. There is PlayStation Plus on PC. <laughs> they, just have, um, they just don't have a very good roster. Yeah, if, if no, was, and you're and you're streaming that crap on their servers, right? And it says you need to have an internet connection with at least five megabits per second bandwidth between your system and the router, and it needs to be copper. And you can't use a PlayStation 5 controller, only a DualShock 3 or 4. Uh, and you have to be 18 years old. And you have to have a PlayStation Network, you know, PlayStation Network account uh, so that you can pay for it. It's uh, the premium plan is what, $18 or something like that. I don't know. Uh, I'm looking it over, uh, but. Uh, all I've got is a PS5 controller, so I've, I'm automatically disqualified. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if it was if it was just like Xbox Game Pass, where you could just use you know any PC controller and you know and have you know at least a decent uh, roster of titles, go uh, go right for it. But yeah, I don't know PlayStation. I've had I've had a PlayStation since PS1, like. The only one I skipped over was PS3 because I didn't, you know, I didn't get the uh, uh, the clamshell version of, you know, PS3. Uh, I just stuck with Xbox because that's where most of my buddies were. Uh, we were playing Call of Duty of all things, uh, but that was their attempt to get me away from World of Warcraft. It worked, and I'm kind of glad I got away from World of Warcraft, but still. Uh, yeah, there's some really good games coming out for PlayStation that I really, really want to play. And I've been, you know, kind of eyeing when we get fiber and when we can, you know, when I can actually play those games because, you know, the new God of War is coming out, what, next month? Um, and I, I really liked 2018, uh, you know, God of War and I wanted to replay it. Uh, and I've been, uh, it was on sale on Steam and I didn't buy it for some reason. Oh yeah, that's right. Because I would have to spend three days downloading it. But, um, <laughs> I was just going to go get, well, actually I can't even go get a disc because of day one downloads. <laughs> oh, it hurts so much. Um, uh, just updating that game would, uh, would just, would hurt me. Uh, but yeah, uh, when God of War Ragnarok comes out, of course, it's going to come out only for the PS5. Uh, and those exclusive titles, they've got a lot of, you know, a lot of really good ones on, you know, on, well, I wouldn't say a lot, but they've got some good ones. And the only one that's going to uh, even stand up to Elden Ring, even though Elden Ring is already won uh, for the year, as far as a lot of people is concerned. Uh, is God of War Ragnarok. So, yeah, we're gonna have to come up with some extra categories so we have something else to talk about. <laughs> well, I mean, once we get to you know, once we get to the game of year discussion, uh, it's it's gonna be like and Eldering wins, and on to the next thing because it's it's basically a shoe in. This year kind of sucked for video games. Next year though, holy fuck, dude! Next year looks really great. Um, and if I remember correctly, 
I thought I said the same thing about this year, last year. I know, but um, everything got delayed. But everything got uh, got delayed by a year. Uh, just a bunch of you know, a bunch of shit just happened this year. I don't know what the fuck. We need to have uh, we need to have some good years because the past couple years have just sucked balls, and that's just the way I. I I can't can't do it anymore. Gotta have a good year, man. Have you been playing anything new, Rusty? Um, let's see. I did manage to download Metal Hellsinger. Um, oh yeah, what was your take on that? Ah, uh, so I I downloaded it. With, uh, it's the uh, full release of of that game, and unlike you, I don't necessarily hate the music in it it's not overly complex mind you because as as you were saying it's you know you know it's it's a standardized beat right because you have to have that standardized beat for you know you know for a game like this i would have loved to had something go a little faster or have a um uh, have a section in there that just like ramps it up, you know, so that you can fire faster. Uh, but the the it's... biggest thing about Metal Hellsinger for me uh, was it wants to do uh, a couple things at the same time that don't make any goddamn sense. It's you know you want it to be a Doom like style first person shooter. And you want it to be a rhythm game. And you need to be able to do things like uh, fucking, you know, active reload. It reminded me of like uh, uh, the Gears of War, you know, perfect reload system. Uh, and there's modifiers, you know, like your uh, your shots have, give you a different modifier. And of course it's reactive to the music too. So you end up getting more of the track as you get, you know, uh, get a multiplier up to 16, uh, but it's all score based. So, you know, it's like, it wants to be kind of like a leaderboard style run of, of a, you know, of a level and the levels are really short. So all of these things just kind of add up to me you know, feeling like it wants to do too much and isn't really good at any one thing. And I didn't understand what you were meaning about the shotgun feeling off until I got the shotgun, and then I immediately understood why you felt the shotgun felt off. What? How would you describe it? Uh, it's It's got a weird downtime in it. Like it's every other beat because of how the, you know, how the shotgun runs the, if you fire on the beat, you have the recoil prevents you from hitting the next beat. So you, you know, if it's, if it's a, you know, it's a four beat, you can only shoot on one and three or two and four because of how the, you know, how the gun works. So it, automatically prevents you from you know firing 
as fast as some other weapons in the game. Uh, and if you don't do a perfect reload, it almost feels like it takes an odd number of beats. It feels like it takes five beats for it to reload if you if you miss the perfect reload, which throws you off because you're you're in that cadence and in that reload breaks the cadence. And then you end up having to like, you know, correct for that. And on top of that, if you do per, uh, hit a perfect reload, you can fire on the third beat. And then, you know, then you have to think about it too much changed again. <laughs> what? You have to think about it too much. It, rem- it lets me segue into something else because it sounds like me and you both didn't play that long on it and then just decided there was just something a little bit off about it. Yeah. And I was a little harsh on the uh calling it the Chads of Metal because it's not really a metal band that's doing the backing music. It's a band called Two Feathers and then they recruited some very popular vocalists like Serge from System of a Down, Tatiana from Ginger, uh Matt Heafy from Trivium, and then a couple of others. But they uh yeah, I called it the I called it Chad Metal. Um I was being a little bit of an elitist, you know being up here just sipping on my tea <laughs> right you know i didn't so hate it i didn't i didn't completely hate it i was being a little bit pretentious last week and i I'm, I'm big enough to admit that but um thing being though is i fired up uh, another game last night right as it i couldn't sleep last night so i was up pretty late so i played about an hour of proteus last night because the final release version is available so 1.0 came out last night um, and is available on Game Pass, by the way. And Proteus is fucking excellent. Um, Proteus is a love letter to Doom with modern sensibility. So it reminds you a little bit of, you know, early 90s Doom, right? It kind of reminds you of playing on a CRT with sprites and things like that, kind of like Duke Nukem. But the guns feel really fucking chunky. It looks good in its own way. It it mixes some of that stuff with, like, you know, reflective surfaces and things like that. It's not ray tracing, but they do some really crazy things with lights. It feels kind of like, remember, when you you remember playing Quake for the first time, it kind of reminds you of that, but it's better looking than Quake. It's actually very decent looking for the look it's trying to achieve, even though they're using sprites. Um, it's got, uh, what the fuck is his name? So the guy that ended up, he's good in his own right. And it's not, it, it, it is fair to compare him to Mick Gordon, but, um, there's another artist that does game music out of Austin, Texas, which they, um, Andrew Holschult is the guy, but he does the Proteus soundtrack and it's very, reminiscent of old Nine Inch Nails in ministry, um, leaning more into Nine Inch Nails. So it's kind of the industrial rock kind of soundtrack, but really driving industrial rock, right? Some of it verging on metal, some of it verging on pure industrial. Um, But a fantastic original soundtrack. He also does the soundtrack for Nightmare Reaper. It's actually the whole reason I I started looking at Andrew Holschult games so the stuff that he's done that you might recognize is Dusk, 
a medieval Nightmare Reaper, Proteus, and then Doom Eternal. Of course, there's that whole controversy with Doom Eternal where Mick Gordon didn't get to finish the soundtrack and then Andrew Holschult replaced him. And he was just the dude that was hired in. Like, And they're very different in a lot of key ways. I would say that Mick Gordon is ultimately more, is a better artist. But Andrew Holschult is pretty varied in his own regard as being somebody who can do kind of the lower end metal or fast metal, but also do a lot of the like electronic stuff. And he tends to lean more into like the 90s, early pretty hate machine type Nine Inch Nails sound, just the music, no vocals, right? Right. Um, so the, the soundtrack is fucking killer. Like I, I downloaded the soundtrack and I've been listening to it off and on now for a few months. Um, after I figured out he did Nightmare Reaper, cause I really like the Nightmare Reaper soundtrack. Um, but Proteus, like it just is so chunky with the guns. The guns feel really good in Proteus. So that's a pretty light game. I want to say it's probably three to six gigs in size. Um, but it, it's not incredibly hard so it does something really cool like it has a checkpointing system where you see like this gem thing that's like a demon orb deal and when you walk over that it usually starts an encounter but that's also a checkpoint and if you royally fuck up you can just reload that checkpoint essentially and you'll go right back to it and then everything you collected it'll i believe it keeps your ammo level the same so everything you picked up is the same but you'll come back with full life um and enemies drop ammo anyway so if you're pretty low on ammo, you always got your fists. Like, that's a weapon. And that's what you start off with for the first, like, two or three enemies. And then you got the pistol, which has alternate weapon mode. So the pistol has got single shot. And then when you zoom in, it's got three-shot burst. So it's like a three-shot Glock kind of pistol. Then you got a basic pump shotgun that has a overcharge mode. So when you aim down the sights on that, it does, like, a blast that's, like, three shots power, but it's one shell. Um. A lot of weapons use the same ammo, so you can kind of mix and match how you want to play with your ammo types. Like one of the guns, the fucking rail gun. You've got a rocket launcher. That's the rocket launcher is great. And then I believe it's tab, if I remember right. You hit tab, and then you just use your mouse to like highlight and click on the weapon you want to use, and it pauses the game essentially when you do that. So you can always have the right tool for the job. But yeah, a lot of different weapons share ammo types, and so you can kind of figure out which one is the best one, and they all have very distinct uses. Like, the same pistol ammo also goes into the fucking chain gun, right? But the chain gun is way beefier, but it pours through ammo. So it's really good for a big creature encounter, whereas the pistol is pretty good on just about all enemies, but it's a lot more, use a whole lot less ammo. So if you're kind of picking stuff off, like the pistol is actually fairly good for that. But then you got the fucking railgun or the sniper rifle, and both of those are badass too. So the gameplay feels really chunky. It has trial modes kind of like Doom did, right? Like, here's how you use a shotgun, and let's go through this whole sequence thing. And then you get extra things for it. Um, I don't know how long the game is because I haven't completed it. I, only, I replayed the first couple of levels last night. That, the wee hours of the morning but proteus is really good and i highly recommend it to anybody and it just released on game pass and then i believe it's like 24.99 on steam i actually think it's worth it it's it's a good game that probably the install the size of 1.64 gigs i oh. might be able to play this game yeah you should download it after the show and in 30 minutes you can play that game <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
and then 30 minutes. Oh, crap. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how that's going to be. But yeah, it's uh it's it's on the radar now. Uh it's got some uh pretty good reviews on Steam too. Oh, it's it's very highly regarded. I think it's at like a 95% rating on user reviews for early access. It was yeah. very feature complete with early access. It just added some more context to what you're doing so far as what I can see. Well, that's good. Uh it does look a lot like an upgraded original Doom. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like the level design is more akin to Doom 2016 reboot along with the map. Um, and the unlockables are... The secrets are a little bit more obvious, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like, it's a, it's a good power fantasy shooter, and it's all circle strafe bullshit, right? You're only encouraged to aim down the sights to actually get a little bit more damage out of your gun. Like, the damage centers are always the headshot, but, um, like, that shotgun feels so fucking chunky. It's such a good shotgun, and it's, like, you're not in a survival horror situation. Like, you are going to run low on ammo, and it's going to force you to switch to different weapon types, which is fine. Um, But it's got really good pacing. Like, it's a really solid game. Um, After I beat it all, like... It leaves a really strong first impression, so I'm I'm definitely going to continue playing that, and it's a good game for me to play on lunch break if I ever get another lunch break. Right. Um, so Proteus, Proteus, pretty, pretty good. good, pretty good, pretty good so far. Pretty good. Yeah, it's a high recommend for me if if you're awesome. jumping for something. Um, I'm I'm still playing Tiny Tina's. I'm not hating it. It's not. It's more Borderlands, essentially, right? With some a few annoyances. Um, right. I wish it was M-rated. I know that seems really petty, but it falls flat because it's a little PG. Um, it does kind of play like a child's game. Uh, I'm not saying that. To, I'm, I mean, for sh- for sure, it it needs to be. It wants to be, and they like they bleep some stuff out, right? You know, so it could have been. Um, I think they, they were appealing to a broader audience because, you know. No, I, and I get that. But what I want, you know, I guess that's that's what I'm missing is Borderlands to take the gloves off and just go full M, right? You know, if, if they did that and, you know, started... I, I don't know. Maybe get some you know better writers for their you know one liners. Um, hire a real comedian, right? Hire a real comedian. Get you know get some you know get some good one liners in there, and you know, you know have what? some you know legitimately funny moments instead of quirky ones. Maybe that's just even not a comedian, but just because he's a fan of games and he's popular and he is very entertaining, and you know he's going to say fuck a lot. Just hire Ice T. <laughs> and well, I still do like ninety percent of the writing, and I think you've got a good Borderlands. Yeah, I mean that could work. It, it definitely could work. Uh, it's just yeah for uh, for Tiny Tina's. It was you know for me, I just the novelty fell off real quick, and I've I've got an okay build. I know that I went I, in retrospect. I figured out I had like the weakest class i have the clawbringer which is the jack of mm-hmm. all trades class and i just picked it because he had cool armor to start 
like I didn't know what the fuck I was getting into, right? Stabomancer right. seemed like it was a melee focused build, and then I didn't see a lot of melee in this game, and I still rarely use it. So I was like, all right, so it's... Clawmancer, you don't really get a much of a preview of what it is. So I just grabbed it and then Spore something or other, Spore Handler or whatever. Spore Warden, Spore Warden. is the dual class that I got. And mm -hmm. I've got really decent elemental damage with him. Like he's got a 20% elemental damage buff. And then there's some abilities like, again, I'm trying to stay away from the guide stuff, but like I found ability on Spore Warden that also amplifies um, damage when something gets affected by an elemental thing. So like I've got like, and I've got all these points in wisdom, which also helps your elemental damage. So I'm like 100% or close to 100% additional elemental damage on all my shit. And nothing has been that much of a challenge for him so far. And I'm 33 hours into this game, and I think I'm about to hit the last area. So I'm going to wrap it up pretty soon. But, you know, it's like, it's a, the third best Borderlands game. I think it goes 2-1, Tiny Tina, 3, then, what were the other ones? <laughs> the one oh, without prequel. air. The prequel, which is absolutely the worst one by a large margin. Um, I don't even want to replay that. <laughs> it's a I had the opp opportunity to download it, and and it it will never get downloaded ever again. Yeah, yeah. The the antagonist in Wonderlands is all right. I, I do like her changing the rules from time to time on what's going on. Um, I did like the, mm -hmm. there's a Witcher quest that I just finished last night that was pretty funny. Um, I did like them digging in on the Witcher quite a bit, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, pretty appropriate. Kept mentioning the damn unicorn and sleeping with people instead of fighting. But um, yeah, like it's a little bit better than the okayest okay game, right? Like I'm not having a I put 33 hours into it, so I'm obviously not having a horrible time. It's just a little yeah, bit. It's I mean, a little I, bit road at times, is all. I just can. I can. I uh, beat it, and I played a little bit of like the, you know, the you know the mode that you you know unlock at the end. Uh, I played a little bit of that, but it just it felt super fucking samey, and you know, and I'm not going to get into that. Necessarily play Borderlands afterwards. Like once you beat, you know, once I beat Borderlands, I don't end up sitting there fucking grand. Ending out all of the legendaries or anything like that. I I don't feel a need for it. Yeah. I, I would have done some more Metal Gear Solid. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that game. It's just me and you got stuck on Risk of Rain quite a bit this week. Um, mm -hmm. I did get a couple of other games, though, because I don't know why. I just didn't spend my money on anything. In fact, this is the one month I've spent the least money in months. Like, very little. Um, <laughs> like, $200 over my basic budget to survive. So I did buy a couple more games. I got There Is No Light and No Place for Bravery. Um, <laughs> was expecting something slightly more casual in both cases. Did not get... They are not casual games at all. <laughs> uh, oh. There Is No Light is an extremely difficult game. Um, it is proving to be something I'll probably play on the Steam Deck. Um, so both have some really great art. Um, there is no light is based in a weird dystopian world. That's very hellish slash Lovecraftian. 
and it's done in a, both of these are pixel art games. I like really good looking pixel art games, by the way, if you guys haven't been able to tell. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very good looking pixel art game. Um, you don't have regenerating health per se. So here's how it works. The, you get experience for killing monsters, um, very little, right? And then that fills up like one point. And then you got to get more kills or complete objectives and that gets you another point. Right. Or you open up a secret and then you find another experience point. Um, but you're always slowly building towards an experience point. The way your health works is you've got, let's say it's eight hits, right, that you can take. And you're not going to refill your health till you get to the next checkpoint. Now, you can use a health vial, but they're limited in the world. There is a finite amount of health packs in the world. And it also lowers your karma. And I don't know, understand what karma does yet, but like there's a karma meter that's going on based on what I do in the world. Um, it will ask you from time to time, as it has done with me many times, if you want to go on baby mode. And I'm like, no, I want to play on normal because I'm a man. Um, but <laughs> I literally played Ooh, one. Er- I've literally played one encounter like 30 times before I beat it. So you've got a dash mechanic, which is essentially your dodge kind of like souls, right? Um, or any other mm-hmm. action game. So you got, that's your dodge and it's got really generous iframes. Um, so that part's good. It does have a little bit of a cooldown though, so you can't just completely spam it, but you can combo a dodge into a a hit, which is a pretty powerful hit. And then once you hit so many times, you charge up a special hit, which there's a whole bunch of abilities I haven't unlocked, but that's special hit charges up a gem. This is kind of convoluted. I know. Just follow me here. And in my current setup, I have to charge up that gem four times before I whack somebody and it knocks out a health pickup, which doesn't affect your karma. And that health pickup regenerates one hit, one hit point. Um, when there's just eight to ten enemies on screen, um, you can get bamboozled pretty freaking quick on this game. Um, and it takes a lot of like understanding the encounter and the enemy abilities before you figure it out. Rusty, there is a part of this that would make you very squeamish as there is a whole level full of spiders um, that are difficult. Yeah. Um, but I found them easier than the cannibals that I was fighting before. The cannibals do this crazy mechanic too, where you kill them and then the last hit is they wildly flail and then take their pickaxe and bury it in their chest and then they die. So it doesn't happen all the time, but sometimes it does. And it's an uncounterable attack. So you'll be whacking at a guy and then he decides to kill himself with the final blow. And then you get hit by that wild flail. So it knocks off a health point from you and you just didn't expect it. So you kind of have to save a dodge when something's about to die just in case they go through the flail animation and sometimes you get stuck in it. And there's also, in the cannibal area, there are all these enemies dropping down firebombs in the whole area. So you have to dodge out of the firebomb and then dash in to hit and then dash back out. And eventually I've heard that like three to five hours you unlock some more abilities that make it a little bit more manageable. But there's a lot of like very precise timing in that stuff. So if there's a red action sign over the enemy, you can counter their hit by hitting them first. But if there's a yellow action sign over the enemy, you can only do the special to counter their attack. If you do that, you actually charge up like two soul gems out of the four that you need to get your health back. So sometimes you can save that, but it's always slowly draining and only charging up when you attack something. So there's it's a little bit of a dance to kind of figure out the rhythm of that game to get down. But you're... Like when you're dodging, you got 100% invincibility frames, which is pretty generous. So 
I'm probably going to keep playing it on normal and just like forcing it my way through that, like complete brute force until I get decent at it. Cause I do like the premise of it. I love the art style and I like the stuff that I see so far. Um, and also didn't expect the amount of story. Like I only got about three hours in it so far. There's a whole lot of story. Like a really slow build up before it gets rolling and it's got a pretty open map. Although there is no map, it just, there's a hub and you can fast travel to different points in the hub. Um, but like, I just wandered, I was getting like buried in this one area. So I backtracked just, which is just a fast travel back to the hub and then went from that place to a different area, which was teeming with spiders, but the spiders were a little bit easier. Um, I don't know. It's a pretty interesting game. Um, I'm definitely going to give it more of a try, but I was just getting frustrated with already a hard week. I needed something easy. So I played tiny Tina. Um, right. Well, I, I barely touched it, but I started No Place for Bravery, which is another pixel art game, which I've actually been looking forward to for a very long time. And it's an isometric action RPG. Um, I still don't understand quite a few of the mechanics. So there's a parry mechanic that it wants you to use quite a bit to help you get an opening on some enemies. Um, the archers are fucking murderous. So it's a pretty brutal game as well. You can use health pickups, though, um, and it frequently wants you to use health pickups that are way more generous than they are. Like, there is no light is like hard as Bloodborne, whereas no bla place for bravery is probably like on a Dark Souls level. Um, but no place for bravery okay. so far is an action RPG That's that cool. wants you to focus on pairing, blocking, because the dodge is kind of trash, and then just some brutal takedowns. Like, there's an execute button, and it's got some pretty brutal art for uh for a 2d game um also looks really fucking cool so but i don't know where i'll be with that next week i think i'll be done with wonderlands and then probably be going on to don't know if i'm gonna start honey i shrunk the kids what the hell is that name grounded um mm -hmm. or not i don't know what i want to play i've got a pretty busy weekend i might be putting in windows this week so Crystal's been loving that game. Oh, Grounded? Grounded. Yeah. Well, 1.0 literally comes out next week. So, so it might be a whole nother experience by the time it comes out. It comes out, like finish the fucking story and give you a lot more to do, which is the whole reason I was waiting so long on it. Right. And I was waiting. I was waiting because spiders, uh, to be honest. <laughs> Uh, but if it, I mean, it's, it's that close. I mean, outside of, outside of that, those particular enemies, uh, I think that I wouldn't have that much of a problem with that game. Um, put the spiders on baby mode. I just sent you a picture. This, they're, they're not that scary in that mode. Baby mode. Now that you made it baby mode, now it's, you know, now you're affecting me on a personal level. I mean, I you just, know, fuck you. just told the truth. Uh, <laughs> Nothing but honest. Honesty is the best policy. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're just two blobs but, with eyes. I don't know. I, I might give it a try, but then again, gotta you know, I've got a I've got a finite amount of bandwidth. So Yeah, no, give Proteus a try. That's uh, uh, that's what I more than likely will finish and may actually play tonight because it's just so fucking good. Right. I'm I'm looking up uh 
I'm looking up a uh, a game called uh, the Diofield Chronicle right now. It just came out. It's getting trashed uh, on reviews. It's a Square Enix game that I know it's live getting... up to Square Enix uh, grandeur. Yeah, I was just looking at, at it. Um, and then Square has uh, has their hit and, hits and misses. I mean, just like any studio. Uh, and they sometimes they want to do too much with a thing. Um, but it's it, it was just it has a neat premise. I just wanted to see how it was going to execute. Yeah, there's a Devil May Cry style game out too, I think, called Solstice. Am I right? Uh, it sounds yeah. familiar. That's you out. are correct. Yeah, that one's out right now. I had it in my cart several different times, and then I was just like, no, no, wait. There's another one called Remoteness that looks like B version Half Life that I'm put on my wish list, but I don't think that I'm playing right now. But I did have Solstice in my cart at one time, and I don't know why. I just finally decided I wasn't going to quite pull the trigger on it. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure what I wanted to spend my money on. You can also get uh, um, freaking what's that Bethesda roguelike? The one, uh, the one that came out last year that was a PlayStation exclusive. Bethesda roguelike. Yeah, I got a bunch of Game of the Word Year awards last year. It's got like a 60s vibe to it where you're an assassin and you play through the same level over and over and over again. Oh, come on. Jason, open up your... It's on the front page. Um, games on Game Pass. Oh, right? Deathloop? Yes. That's out on Game Pass right now, too. Oh, I was, I'm sitting here going, oh, uh thing yeah no. i know what you're talking about uh yeah no i actually own that on uh on steam and it it did not click it did not click with me not that it's a bad game it just didn't click i think it felt like there might be a slog the uh the other one that's coming out next week that i'm pretty freaking excited about is uh dome keeper i'm just gonna go ahead and add it to cart because i'm playing that um <laughs> All right. What was that again? Dome Keeper. Uh, okay. Uh, never. I played never, the demo of it. I didn't I see that. Yeah, I talked about it on one of the shows that you weren't here because you had no internet. Um, but it's a uh, mm-hmm. pixel graphics tower defense slash digging game so you go get upgrades during part of the day on the defense on the build phase essentially and you dig underground for stuff and then you fly your little firefly dude back into the dome and then you use lasers to kill things either on the left or the right of your dome and you're trying to keep your dome from dying um it's a rogue like i don't what's the difference between rogue like and rogue light it's a game with persistent carryover but it's a run-based game and it was really fun uh, while I played the demo. Which I'm glad there's more games with demos. Like, I'm pretty freaking happy about that. Another game that's coming out again, why I just held off. Um, 
I'm probably the only one that's played this stuff, but there's a mod for XCOM and XCOM 2 called Long War. And there is a whole crazy Earth colony space simulation game that the developers for Long War created called Terra Invicta. And it's a grand strategy game that moves on to space colonization, which moves on to massive space battles with aliens. And you're like part of the Illuminati. Um trying to convert other countries to your cause to essentially escape Earth before the aliens take over. And so there's one part of the phase which is very political and strategy-based at the beginning where you're doing your setup for the run. Then the next phase is the colony management of getting them all out into space and setting those policies. And then the last phase of the game essentially is massive space battles. And it's a really crazy premise for a game, um, but that also comes out next week. Um. Which just looks cool as shit. Okay. Yeah, I'm just... Uh, I don't know. Um, I was thinking maybe... Uh, see, we were talking last week. I was... Uh, I, I'm in the... I'm in the boat of... I have to, you know, play what I have. Right. Right. So... Yeah, so... Uh, whatever's on Game Pass and whatever... You know, whatever's in my you know, in my uh, library already uh, for right now. So well, Game Pass game is going to have gonna take three days for me to download is Outriders. Yeah. Because I wanted to give that a, uh, give that a try again now that it's been, you know, tweaked about 100. Um, is that what you've been downloading but, for three days is Outriders? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Well, let me I know, know if right? it was worth it. Because, but I think you have to have the new... DLC to get the I mean I know they retooled the whole game but like there was a whole new th- thing with the DLC well there's there's new end game and some new items that you can only get with a DLC and uh, and what I was going to do is they've done balances to the base classes so I was going to just pl- uh, play through the game again with a different class uh, that I played last time and see how, you know, see how the game plays. Oh, you could differently uh, see what the drop rates I don't necessarily go into it for the end game. You know, I just want, I want a good shooter is all. And, uh, I don't know, but it just, that's why I said it might not, you know, I might be spending three days to download a game. That's probably just going to sit, you know, sit on the hard drive, but, by golly, if I uh, if I download, if I take three days to download something, it's not getting deleted until after Fiber comes in. So, well, the DLC um, is saying it's only about three hours of <laughs> gameplay. <laughs> right. Well, and it it adds an extra end game mode that you know that allows you to you know kind of you know ramp up the difficulty. It's it's honestly it's supposed to be played multiplayer, uh, but you know. I'm just going to go through this, you know, the single player, unless you wanted to play it again. Um, cause we, I don't think we've ever really done anything multiplayer, but I really want to, you know, I, I, mean, I could download want it. want to play. It'd probably only take an hour. Oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. Um, <laughs> yeah, you smile over there, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> hold on. Keep talking. Be right back. Yeah. Oh fuck you! Don't you're gonna go and start downloading that shit right now. This is this is the true sign of a fucking asshole. 
he's going to start downloading that. Uh, and by the time we're done with the uh, with recording today, he's going to have he's going to say it's done, and uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be sitting here going, yeah, it's going to take me another three days to download. Go fuck yourself. Shit, that shit's going to be done before we're even done recording. I know. And and that's why he's doing that. He's fucking rubbing this shit in. And this is going to this is going to earn him a fucking, you know, a, a FedEx box full of turds. I'm going to fucking just mail him some dog shit. <laughs> he's an asshole. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure you could find some decent dog turds up there. We've got we've in fact the pup just came in says you you wanted something. <laughs> All right, so I just wanted to give you guys an update on differences uh-huh. in internet speed. So when I walked in here, uh-huh. it was at twenty one minutes and thirty four seconds, and it was skipping about a minute at a time. So by the time we finish talking about Outriders, it'll be done downloading. Eat shit and die. And just fucking <laughs> you, you, you can. You can fuck. <laughs> You suck Anyways, so much shit right now. Um, Jason yeah. even has faster internet than me, so I bet it would download faster in his house. Uh, no. I yep, don't, I don't, you have like 72 devices I, connected to it, though. <laughs> exactly. I, don't like I have you. Discord, I don't my like phone. Right I don't like you at all. Discord, my phone, and Steam running off of it right now. Yeah, so I guess I'm not gonna get the dlc for it but i'll definitely download it and if you want to try it out this weekend you're um, just gonna have to wait a few more days yeah i mean just hit me <laughs> up when you know when when it gets to a good spot um we could we could play dwarves but i can't download the game and play dwarves at the same time otherwise we'll have issues <laughs> but so deep rock galactic yeah but um yeah like I forgot where I was going with all this stuff. The uh, moon scars. You were just rubbing moon scars, this shit in. I was rubbing that shit in, but moon scars is also coming out really soon, and that comes out on Game Pass. That was the uh, 2D fighter that was kind of done in a hyper, hyper stylized 8 bit, but it looks really cool. I played the demo of that and was pretty impressed with it. So I'm going to give it a shot on Game Pass because why not take advantage of the service I'm paying for? Um, but that comes out in three days. So on yeah. the 27th. So like, there's a lot of, there's nothing coming out as good as, um, nothing coming out as good as Elden Ring, except for possibly God of War. But, um, there's a lot of decent stuff like Moon Scars looks really freaking cool. Slime Rancher 2 is an early access and on Game Pass right now as well. Um, Proteus is out, which Proteus is excellent. Like if if I beat that and feel the same way at the end of the game, and it has a decent amount of length, like that will probably end up in an honorable mention for me. It, it just it feels really good. Um, maybe there is no light, right? Or um, whatever the bravery bullshit that I'm playing, I can't remember what I'm calling it now. Um, yeah. No place for bravery, but you know, like there's there's some stuff out there that you kind of have to look for, and that's why you can listen to us because I play a lot of been playing a shitload of indie games in the middle of all of this uh, game drought and finding some gems here and there. 
I'm not afraid to refund stuff sometimes too, but it's always good to keep on the lookout on Game Pass to see what kind of uh, gems you might find. Um, yeah, uh, there's there's well, some decent stuff on Game Pass. Yeah, like and and still going through like you know backlogging the Steam Steam library and you know finding things like Rift Green too, which I'm still playing the fuck out of that game, and mainly because it's it's the best I, game from last year that we played this year. Right, and and it's one of those uh, it's one of those games I can play. It doesn't require the internet, which is kind of a key thing for me right now. Um, and uh, yeah, it like just before the you know just before the recording, I was uh, I was playing through. Uh, you remember the the, uh, the fucking uh, the robot uh, character that I said I hated? Yeah, yeah. I decided to uh, to give that one a a good old college try, and I got to a point where I didn't even have to shoot my gun anymore. Things just all I had to do was run around, and things died. Um, I killed the last boss at level ninety nine in two seconds. So I guess you figured I, him out. I I kind of figured it out. I also had. You know, you know, some really great weapon drops, uh, but yeah, it, I've beat the game at level ninety nine. I think I played like, you know, was it, you know, two and a half hours on that run, uh, and yeah, it was it was just nuts. Like you can get stupid in that game. I'm about to go start uh, playing that game. If I do pl- end up playing it more. I'm gonna be playing it on the higher difficulties just to uh, to give me some challenge because if you can go three you know two three hours on a run uh, it's it's time to challenge yourself. Hopefully, I don't have to do that. I want to have some extra you know some other games to play. Uh, I, I played been, uh, I played Commando for the first time after I've gotten some experience with the game, and mm-hmm. I got all the way almost into a second run i was just like no i need to go ahead and quit playing this which is why i stopped but commando gets pretty if you can like push your way through the early stages and just get some on proc stuff and some speed stuff and some crit stuff (laughs) Mm -hmm. he gets stupid and then i got the the extra clip which gives him the extra shot from the taser shot right and that shot mm-hmm. with 19 crowbars hits like a Mack truck. So I was getting three big shots out of that with 19 crowbars. And then I had freaking like like nine wisps on me and like 12 gasoline and like like eight coffees, right? Like and it just he was a he was a proc monster. And then I found the like whatever the corrupted ukuleles are, which are the lightning damage things. And then I had like yep. six of those stacked up with him, and he was just a murder machine. When I got to the end boss on round two, where everything was level ninety nine, um, I annihilated him with the commando, and it took me about thirty seconds from start to finish for each phase. Like it just zapped the hell out of him. It was ridiculous. And then I had that whatever that the lucky dice on him, and then what's the one that the is it the crit mask that you put four statuses on him that it gives you a chance of like an instant huge hit the uh uh the uh death mark skull yeah death mark skull like all those enemies were just like 
you'd zap for a second and then they would just die because I had so many procs on them all the time. Like I, you know, I had all a, a random variety of other things like fucking sticky bombs and stun grenades and um, freaking, what is it? The ice damage or whatever. Like he had so many different like abilities on him by the second run and everything was like level 99. And then I was like level 45 or something stupid like that. Like he was just right. a murder machine by that point, and he was just zipping around. You know, you had that thing on kill where it makes you go faster, and I had that stacked up like four times, plus like eight goat legs, because I found you know I found very strategically <laughs> all the machines that let you shred all your shit that's useless for your build, and I just stacked up like twenty stacks of like almost everything. Um, but right. yeah, he had like six harpoons on him, so like you kill something, and he just like freaking speed racer all over the map. I just get to the point where I was like, all right, I'm going to find everything. And so I just kind of kill stuff. And I think something else that was really key to that build, and this doesn't sound crazy, but I got the equipment robots and I got a credit card. So I'd unlock everything with a credit card and then have the, find a, you know, one of the robots and mark the robot, then go over to the equipment chest that I just unlocked, swap equipment and go take it over there. And so like my robots had that weird random effect thing. They had the freaking electric bolt on them. Um, and then I, I can't remember the Dang. other two random things. I had one that had the crit eye on it as well. So, like, they were just procking shit all over the place. Yeah. Yep. So, you were just, you, yeah, you basically had a whole uh, whole team of things just doing things. I, I was, like, uh, like, I was like, showing the game off. Like, the minion damage. Huh? Like, so I had yeah. 15 million damage on myself on a single player game, and my minion damage was like 5 million. Yeah. Yeah. I went so I went and did some you know some crazy runs with it you know just recently myself and like I had uh, oh oh shit I had I had actually taken a screenshot of of my last you know of my last run um and of course now I can't find a fucking thing uh, but <laughs> uh, let's see screenshot there it is uh yeah so i had was playing loader which is another character that i don't necessarily like all that much i had uh 311 minutes on that run so this and that was a three run that no that was two runs so i i just kept I kept looping. Basically, all I did was, you know, kept looping. Uh, I had 311 minutes, so that's what fucking math is hard right now. You know, three hours, right? Right. Um, you know, or more. No, uh, three hours is 180 minutes. <laughs> so it was a long run. <laughs> um, I did two two billion. Six hundred sixty-eight million, you know, damage. Two billion. And I, two billion damage, <laughs> and, and I had collected, uh, I had collected uh forty-three million gold, or uh, sorry, forty-three billion gold. Did you get any unlocks? Uh, and I didn't unlock a goddamn thing other than some monster <laughs> logs. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I had 24 gasoline on that run. 
Uh, so whenever anything, you know, died, the whole map exploded. Uh, <laughs> that, that run was, yeah, 24 gasoline, 26 uh, plasma shrimp, uh, 10 corrupted ukuleles, uh, and I had just a full stack of, you know, red legendary items. It was, it was pretty crazy. There was a point during that run where I, uh, I was, I was playing the game at one frame per second or one frame every three seconds. I thought for sure the game was going to crash because I had so many procs and so many damage numbers going out that the game chugged hard. And I was like, oh my God. I think I've hit the limit. <laughs> and that's saying something for my machine. This it just it just started chugging hard. But yeah, uh, to say that I like that game a little bit is uh, is an understatement. But I definitely need to be playing uh, something other than that. It's just like the 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 easy go-to game, you know. It's a good multiplayer game though. I've had a lot of fun playing it with you. Yeah. I I definitely do want to uh uh, play some dwarves with the through with the two of you uh get some deep rock galactic going on because i i kind of miss being uh a, a, a scout you know flying around and shooting you know uh you know shooting out some light for you guys because you guys constantly fucking aziz light aziz light but i mean you know do your job <laughs> well i will all right I think it might be time for a little bit of a break. Hey, let's take a break, guys. We'll be back. And we're back. Well, Hello. Fairly long break as I refreshed my uh, Steam Deck order to see if I was getting it yet. And, you so, know, the so. game we went to download is already downloaded. Oh, it's been downloaded for 30 minutes. Eat shit. <laughs> Eat all the shit. Hey, Rusty, if it makes you feel any better, mine would probably just be finishing now. You know how, like, you can go is in there it, and look it, at it and see how long it took to download? I don't, I don't, don't do that. You're, you're an asshole. You're, he, he did, he's, he's, he's off doing that right now. He's, he's a prick. Uh, you can tell him he's a prick. In fact, if you're listening to this point, just, you know, message him on, you know, on the Twitters or on, uh, on the Facebookins and tell him he's a prick. Tell him I said so. All right. <laughs> just tell I mean, yeah. <laughs> If it makes you feel it, if it makes you feel any better with the amount of bandwidth usage in my house, it took like almost 45 minutes for Horizon to download. Uh, FedEx package. I can't, I can't, (laughs) I can't tell when it, um, actually started because I didn't take note of that, but it finished, um, it finished 40 minutes ago, however long that is. Okay, well, you're an asshole, and you should expect a FedEx package soon. Are you going to send me a package of assholes? Uh, something. You'll see. <laughs> Anywho. 
It, it'll be your favorite thing, Justin. <laughs> Giant logs. You'll be. Uh, It'll probably be ripe by the time it gets there. <laughs> <laughs> Big old stinky poo. <laughs> Street uh, trash you go. You, <laughs> you're an asshole. Uh, and uh, but, but hey, if you're if you're listening though, I mean, please do what I said. Just saying. But hey, speaking of giant stinky poos. Oh God! All right, I'm gonna. Um, we're gonna need Nvidia's, this. Nvidia's CEO Jensen had a big old conference this week. <laughs> Your segues suck. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, that was that was just like, yeah, that was uh, that didn't flow. I'm gonna I'm gonna send you to Linus. He does better segues. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Um, but no, in all seriousness, uh, NVIDIA did have a big old press conference in the middle of the week this week um, yep. announcing their uh, their top tier 40 series cards for launch. Um, oh, yeah. In October, mm-hmm. uh, they, announced, they announced a, a 4090 which will have 24 gigs of GDR6, uh, the 4080 16 gig and 4080 12 gig models. Jesus. Right. Um, all ranging in price from $900 to $1,600. What's so yeah. 900 is the 4060? Is the 4080 12 gig. 12 See, gig. It's not even announced been. 4070 and 60. Right, they should have marketed the 12 gig as the 4070, the you know 16 as the 4080, and the 24 3090. But there's differences in. But it's not that, just the the memory count that you know that's different there. Yeah, but there. So there there are a couple things I think goes into that though. One. Um, nobody's going to want to buy a 3070 at a MSRP of 899 when, mm-hmm. when MSRP of the, uh, 3070 was 499 and the 20, I mean, and that was true for the 2070. Right. Um, a $400 jump in MSRP would be a thing, but, You'll see a lot of tech tubers and a lot of other uh, journal tech journalists out there calling the 4080 12 gig what should have been the 4070. Um, and most of that has to do with the chipset code name uh, for the 4080 12 gig is uh, the 104 chipset, which is normally a 47, is normally a 70. Um, the seventy card, the seventy skew, um, and the um, the memory bus is a hundred and ninety two uh, as far as bit bandwidth, uh, 
which is again another marker of a of a 70 skew card yeah um that said there are a lot of uh a lot of things that are just bigger with these cards um from l2 cache which is going from less than 10 megabits per uh per chipset to we're talking 48 megabits for the 4080 12 gig 64 megabits for the 4080 16 gig and add another add another eight megabits for the for the 4090 uh so there are there are there are a lot of things different with this series and i think also what goes into this is pricing um Mm -hmm. it's widely known that when uh uh when nvidia uh made the decision to go to um samsung foundries exclusively for the eight nanometer chipsets for the 3080 series that they lost a um long time uh bulk pricing agreement with tsmc and that drove um, the prices up once they went back and that drove so that drove chip prices up going back to tsmc for the four nanometer chips but also on top of that price increase tsmc increased prices across the board this year mm-hmm. things so, are not getting cheaper things are things only getting, getting cheaper yeah yep so that's where a lot of us think personally that they should just bit the bullet and called the $900 card a 4070 but at the same time knowing how marketing works and knowing how consumer perception works, having worked in retail and in the service industry my entire adult life, yep. um, I can see their reasoning behind it. Well, historically, the you know card manufacturers, you know specifically Nvidia, you know just coming to mind, uh, has uh, put out their uh, their highest performance and their enthusiast grade cards first and then they will go and release their uh their more budget-minded cards you know a little bit later down the line uh because they want people to buy into the you know the new hotness the latest greatest and get you know you know get that 4090 you know get that 4080 in that you know in the system and be able to you know you know kind of represent that on either like steam charts or uh or just be able to like brag about the fact that they've got you know got these cards and video cards man video cards have gone up in price you know just by just it's been crazy like i remember a time where the you know the most expensive video card i'd ever bought was four hundred dollars you know yeah and they've gotten pretty crazy and, and I've quadrupled that with the latest card. And if I wanted to get a 4090, it would be about the same price. Um, and it's, it's on record right now, you know, Nvidia CEO, uh, Jensen, you know, leather jacket dude, uh, he's, you know, he said, you know, this is what it's going to be like going forward. You know, 
He said, and I quote, the idea that the chip is going to go down in price is a story of the past. So, well, actually, what he technically said was Moore's law is dead. Yeah, it's in the same, you the, know, same. I'm pulling from the you know, all sources. The uh, the idea that performance goes up and pricing stays the same is gone. Right. Well, it's greater performance and decreasing costs. It's now yeah. doubling. It's he he's going off of the marketing speak because if you hadn't seen it by now, uh, the uh, the initial announcement said that the uh, the new 40 series cards uh, and specifically the 4090, I think, is what they you know they uh, highlighted was two to four times faster than you know the previous gen the the 3090 series you know card and it's a hard pill to swallow specifically for me because just looking at what the 3090 can do uh and what jason has said or justin justin has said uh is you don't see a use case for it because most games that you're playing on it right now are uh are you know you can max them out and it still has headroom Right. Like um, when I was looking at upgrades, so I was trying to find things that would enhance my game. Right. And the thing that will enhance my game the best is a better display. I was in a different space when I got my 4K TV than I am today. I've had it for about four years. And the what I got is I got a TCL 65, 65R or something or other. Anyways, it, it's got a 60 hertz refresh rate at at 4K. Right. And while 60 hertz isn't bad, to get it butter smooth, you need like that 90 hertz plus. And I can compare that to my VR experience, right? Like you really notice it in VR. And I'm just using that as like understanding what buttery smooth versus not quite buttery smooth is. And while we only really register, I think, about 30 FPS, essentially, there's something that you notice as you go higher. Like I don't think it's perceptible over 100 hertz. But there is definitely a, like, 60 was the last standard, and then when you've done something that's past 60, like when I've done stuff on my other monitor at a higher frame rate, like, say, 100 hertz, just to play with it, it is a pretty big difference with buttery smoothness, right? And so I was looking for stuff that was specifically G-Sync, and for me, the next iteration would be, like, a QLED or an OLED, which is about the price of one of those graphics cards, but I never, ever aside from some random bullshit that I was talking about last week with Tiny Tina, running into any kind of hitches. The hitches I were having were game-specific, not necessarily a graphics card issue. I think there's a driver issue with DX12 and Tiny Tina because I've had yeah. zero issues running on DX11. And, and when I was saying earlier that uh, that risk of rain was chunking, you know, and it was it was down to, like, you're probably one frame CP every three seconds, you're probably that CPU was CPU-based. Yeah. And... I could probably upgrade my CPU like that would be a big deal. And there's a rise in sale going on right now on Newegg that I was looking at. But the bigger dip, I won't I'll barely run into a use case with that because I really haven't run into a lot of CPU bound things. But that 3080 is still a fucking beast. And that 3080, like I 4K game all the time. 
and I just don't see a use case other for a technology upgrade for CPU or GPU right now because I have headroom on everything to go to a higher frame rate, literally everything. Like I was just running the FPS test on Tiny Tina. It just stays at 60 the entire time, no matter what the fuck's going on. Even when there's loot pinatas just blowing up all over the place and the build I'm doing does like several status effects at a time. And so there's fire jumping all over and lightning and all sorts of bullshit going on. And it's just like, whatever, right? And like a game that would run it harder would be Far Cry 5, I believe, right? Like I've benchmarked on that. I still never run under 60 FPS on that either. Like I've just, I'm limited by my display. So for right. me, the bigger difference I'm going to see is in a display. And I have seen a pretty stark difference even on older games with a display that has better blacks. And that's, I was looking at OLED and like I still am on the edge with OLED because I use it as a monitor. And still, even the people that use an OLED for a monitor still say to use the menu bar height and all that other shit. And I don't know that I want to risk it with the OLED, even if I end up replacing it in four or five years. So if I'm going to spend. $1,500 on a TV, I may actually go QLED with slightly less inky blacks with the promise of a longer lifespan and no burn-in. Because I'm still, for every 10 videos that say there's no burn-in, there's somebody who's tested it that's shown burn-in for PC use. When you're right. seeing a lot of this stuff, even like looking at RTings, right? They're talking about TV usage or video game usage. Um, on multiple games, which would be me, right? But I also use it as a computer monitor and all day to day, I had it on and was like randomly, well, on a normal day, I might come back and check something like in between meetings on my computer because I, you know, I don't mix work with pleasure. So I'll run in mm -hmm. the living room and check on something in there that I'm looking at. And, you know, maybe it's my shopping cart for my groceries or whatever, right? But it stays on the same screen for long periods of time, <laughs> And I realized that even the, this last week, because I was shopping pretty hard for OLEDs, I was literally going to go with a C2, right? An LG C2. Um, and I yep. think I've landed on a Samsung QN95, but then there's also some issues with that with it. It's lower than normal light. So maybe it's a Samsung QN90 that I'm looking at, which is close to $2,000. And yeah. I'm going to see how much I spend in the next month on random show bullshit before I take the plunge. But I might take the plunge on a QN90, or I may wait to see what's going to be releasing right around Black Friday, and then see if they don't loss leader some of those really badass TVs from last year, and see if I can't get something like a mini LED um, from Samsung uh, before I do that. But uh, yeah, there's the QN90, Samsung, and then there's a... Sony TV I've been looking at, which is actually more more price. The Sony TV for their like mini LED and their OLED are both pricier than the LG and the Samsung, which is crazy. So like it's basically Samsung yeah. QN90 is what I've been looking at. But it, it's a well, it's a TV with G Sync, right? And these TVs go to 120 hertz without the black frame interpolation that some of these like mine will do the black frame, but it does make it about 50 percent darker. And I notice it pretty off the top, so it does the G. It does G Sync, not FreeSync, and there's a pretty big difference because FreeSync, if it dips below like 48 FPS, then it loses like half a frame. It doesn't right. quite sync up. So like G Sync is if you're going to get a TV for a monitor display, you want if you're going to go upgrade and do go big or go home, you you should go G Sync. 
And there's not a lot of G-Sync TVs outside of the, what, big fucking displays from NVIDIA, or big format (laughs) displays, big fucking displays from NVIDIA, which are prohibitively expensive, like three and four thousand dollars. And they haven't really released anything super new in the last couple of years. You can get the same tech from LG and Samsung, essentially, for like literally a third the price. Right. So, and it's a 55 inch. The thing is... Uh, I've watched a lot of, uh, super in-depth videos about, um, uh, Sam, Samsung's, uh, QLED or QD OLED, uh, displays. This is the mini LED, which is the step above the QLED. No. Mini LED is a step below QD OLED. It's a step in between regular LED and and Samsung's new QD OLED. Um but the uh Samsung's new QD OLED is I mean granted you're spending thirty five hundred dollars for a TV. I'm not I'm not right spending thirty five hundred at like sixty five inches. But um yeah, those are those are OLEDs, though burn in does I I've watched everyone from level one techs to to little little uber technical YouTubers nobody ever hears of um that have tested these things for hundreds of hours and the uh uh the chance of burn in on on Samsung's displays is a lot less than than uh, LG's risk, like on the C2 or C3 yeah, OLEDs. You just have to look at your use case and you know just be mindful of it. You know you can you can always uh, you know do what you can to prevent it. If it if it happens, yeah, it sucks. Um, well, my use case is as a monitor as well as a gaming display, and I do use it as a monitor a lot. Mm-hmm. I use more, I use my computer more for informational purposes over gaming. Honestly, like I game a lot. Don't get me wrong; I just don't watch a lot of TV. Um, so I'm on my computer a fair, my non-working hours, right? Probably six, seven hours a day, maybe. Yeah, on some days. For yeah, all sorts of stuff. You're using it in place of, you know, in place of the, uh, you know, like a video entertainment system, you know, like a subscription service. Yeah. You watch a lot of fucking Netflix and shit like that. You know, it's, that's all I can get, really. But, you know, I'm not going to be watching fucking, you know, uh, a 24-hour news stream that has a ticker at the bottom that's going to burn in. Or No, but I'm going to have uh, a Windows like taskbar that's there all the time. You know what I'm saying? Or a web browser that's there all the time with some changing tabs. You know what I mean? But that task... You can always, you can always just go, you know, full-on fucking old school and... F11 uh, everything? Yeah. Get get yourself a fucking screensaver, you fucking asshole. <laughs> I'm not going to do a screensaver like that's distracting to what I'm trying to do. So that's right. why that's why I'm actually until OLED changes a little bit. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna get as close to OLED as I can without 
going a three thousand dollar TV. Like I just looked that up. The sixty five inch version of that is twenty nine ninety nine, Jason. Yeah, it's the S ninety five B. If anybody's interested in the Samsung display, I'm talking about. Yeah, the Samsung Q ninety is twenty um, twenties TV. Yeah. Yeah, and that's their mini LED before they went into full OLED. But there's always, uh, you know, some of those TVs, and I'm not sure if these ones do, uh, you know, some of those TVs still have the uh, the burn-in protection, air burn-in protector. Uh, that yeah, it's pixels. called Pixel. It's called Pixel Refresh. Yeah, Pixel Refresh or uh, Pixel Shift, and that's just to. Uh, you know, extend the life of the of the display itself. I mean, you'll still probably have a little bit of a ghost if you le- left something on for a long period of time. But I don't think you you know, based off of you know your use case, I don't think you're going to be leaving you know shit on there for the length of time that's going to be required for it to burn in that you know that bad. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll pick this up soon. It's fifteen ninety nine to get me a QN ninety A right now. There you go. You know, get yourself a TV. That's a 65 inch. I think just the size alone is going to be, you know, a, a big decider for you. Just look into the features of it and make sure that it has everything you want. It has G Sync. That was the first thing I looked at. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, G Sync is G Sync's great and all, but remember, you're you're going to be paying. Uh, you're you're going to be paying just for the name of G Sync. Um. What you you know what you really want to do is make sure that it has the refresh rate that you're looking for. You can you know most games nowadays target. Uh, you can set a target, uh, you know frame rate. G Sync kind of helps when it dips below a specific amount of you know, frames. You know if you have lost it's, frames or if you have a problem you know problem with that. It's a otherwise it's a hundred and twenty hertz native TV, so that's with the two hundred and forty with the motion plus. The motion plus is where they enter. They put a black frame in the middle, right? So I would never do that, and that would push my card to try to do two hundred and forty hertz four K, right? Like that would push my thirty eighty, but four K four K hundred hertz or four K hundred and twenty hertz probably work with most of the things that I want to play. And I think that extra speed on the frames and deeper blacks and G-Sync would be a pretty big upgrade and an extra 10 inches. Nobody ever said no to an extra 10 inches. (laughs) No. Except for maybe shoe size. Nobody ever says no for an extra 10 inches. Yeah, shoe size maybe, but, you know. Maybe. Maybe. 10 10 inches is, like, universally acclaimed as, like, the best size. So that new S95B QD OLED from Samsung is just... I was curious and I was looking at it. Right now it's eight fifty-five inches is eighteen hundred dollars and sixty-five inches is two grand. Yeah. But that's on know. sale though. That's like nine hundred dollars off. That's the which one? <laughs> the Samsung uh S ninety five B S ninety five. Yep, at Best Buy, it's on sale. I'm putting it in our. I just um, found it. Group, yeah. No, but it's an it's an OLED. That's the thing. So that's I'm not going to. No, it's not OLED. It literally says OLED right on the front. 
that's because Best Buy has it has it, it literally labeled says wrong Samsung because it's a QD 60, OLED. It says class <laughs> S95B OLED 4K smart Tizen TV. It oh is my god, guys, stop it. <laughs> Break it up. Break it up. We don't need this shit right now. It's <laughs> inconsequential, but it is also five hundred dollars right. more than I want to pay. Excellent. All right. So let's take a look at well, some, we have talked a lot about very gaming news. Yeah, there so, hasn't there hasn't been a whole lot, and we've actually covered quite a bit. But I'll let you take it away, Jason. Or Rusty. It. So also, uh, uh, along with just the along with just the 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 prices and everything else with Nvidia, they also announced. Uh, the third generation of DLSS. Yep. So, um, which will be interesting or introducing some interesting new features, uh, including a frame. I forget the exact name of it and I'm trying to find it, but it's basically a, uh, a frame shift that will use the RT cores to, with the a- AI prediction to produce it's, new frames and insert them. The LSS3 AI performance multiplier. There you go. So it it adds an additional feature to DLSS to be able to uh to make up some uh some you know frames per second, you know, in situations where you know, that would be useful. The thing about the LSS3 and the AI performance multiplier is that it needs to be built into the engine of the game. Uh, and that means developers need to get into it and add that in there. And of course, um, you know, the the major like engines will have the ability to adopt the LSS3, but it's going to be a feature that game developers have to turn on it's not going to be something that you know you'll be able to turn on kind of like dlss is right now um not all games have dlss um and you know it's it's going to be hit and miss as to whether or not that's going to be useful now the gains that you get for the you know uh, for the 40 series cards um that you get from dlss like they're marketing that's where the 4x is that's where the you know the top end of the uh performance that you can get out of these cards that's where the marketing speak comes in is on games with the lss3 turned on at these specific settings so on and so on and so on right so you you know it's it's, you just need to be unaware that that is it's not going to be four times faster out of the box on every game it's going to be specific games on specific settings and so on and so on. That's why you want to look at the, uh, uh, you get tech reviewers that actually put it through real world scenarios, games that you actually play, things like that, to be able to see what kind of performance increase you get. That's what I'm waiting for. I kind of think that, just like you were talking about earlier, you're going to run into this enthusiast scenario where, it's going to be really expensive right out right out the gate, and then it'll slowly decrease in price. But I don't think that any 
I think that what you have probably still gives you about a 30 to 40% headroom. Right. And so you're just giving yourself like 80% headroom for a lot of money. The way that the way that this is, I mean, if you want to play like four video games at a time, the appearances uh, of the 4,000 or the 40, um, the 40 series launch, uh, the way that they're, uh, they're marketing this is that they're saying that the 30 series cards are perfectly fine, still usable, very valuable cards. These are going to be available for you. Those are the ones that are going to drop in price. The 40 series cards are probably going to come out at a very specific price point, and they're going to try to keep that, I'm going to call that 16. price point right. I'm going to say lowest on the low end. I think you guys actually just talked about this, and I spaced out. I think the low end was 8-something, like eight seventy nine nine for the whatever the, the Jordan's version of a 3070 is. And then mm-hmm. it's like twelve hundred, and then sixteen hundred is the projected price. Yeah, the sixteen hundred is the uh, the the forty forty ninety. Yeah, it has and like, it's about it has like what I twenty four thirty ninety. It has like twenty four yeah. gigs of DDR five. Is that right? DDR six. DDR six. And see, that's the other thing I'm running into as well, right? Like, I'd never run into a scenario where I'm out of RAM on any of the games that I play. I, I don't have a 3080 Ti. I got a 3080 um, GeForce, the white version. I can't remember. The, you know, GeForce White Claw. But it right. it uh, it has 10 gigs of RAM on it, and it's slightly underclocked, but it runs very stable. Um, And I never run out of RAM, right? Like, I know there's a lot of games that say, you know, you need more RAM, right? And I know that it uses the video memory and it uses it to the max, but I've also got 32 gigs of DDR4 that's clocked at 3,400 megahertz, right? Right. So, and nothing takes advantage of that. Like the only thing I've nothing really... I've, yeah, nothing I play, you know, takes advantage of it. The only thing that really kicks the fans up on my, you know, on on my card that basically tells me that my card is running warmer, uh, meaning that it's it's just going. Uh, is things that I have, you know, modded the hell out of or something, you know, that just loads it up. VR is the you only know? time that I see a, it. I could see a use case for No Man's Sky with mods at 8K VR resolutions, right? You know, 4K per right. eye. I like, I could overclock. The nice thing about the Quest is it's very overclockable. Right, it'll do super sampling up to a crazy resolution as long as your rig will handle it. So I could see it for that, but like you get to a point even with that where you're like, I don't, I'm not even seeing a screen door anymore. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, you and you don't see you you won't see any benefit to going past a certain number of super samples. So, especially with my um, eyes. So that just you know, all that being said, you know, right now, yeah. This is the new hotness. Nvidia is kind of being, in, uh, you know, being a douchebag right now, uh, and they're kind of pushing the add-in board uh, market uh, builders out of the market uh, and reducing the profitability of of the cards and price. Is, you know, price to entry for the uh, forty series is steep. Like just to get into the you know into the base level is a real steep ask. 
so, you know, just from, you know, just to tie up the NVIDIA news, wait on the 4,000 uh, 4, series until some, you know, somebody comes up, you know, uh, with an actual use case for, you know, uh, for the cards and look at possibly getting into a, you know, a 30, you know, a 3,000 series card once it come, you know, once they become more, you know, plentiful on the market uh, because people are, you know, upgrading to the 4,000s. Uh, just be mindful, mining cards are still out there and those have been probably run into the dirt. So I would, know where you, I would know also where add another level to that caution and say that AMD's new RDNA 3, exactly. Radeon 7000 graphics cards, we'll get the announcements about them on Monday. And they're going to be releasing about three weeks after NVIDIA on November 3rd. So there's, there's a wait fair for bit all of people. Of, wait for all these to get out there and get benchmarked. Yes. Wait for them to get tested. I'm see not, where the actual performance per dollar is right and from from a standpoint of a person who ne- generally buys the enthusiast shit uh and spends way too much on my rig i am still waiting probably you know into the first quarter of next year until a all of these things are out get you know get some of the tech reviewers get their hands on it and they know where to put you know Put the pressure and put them through the paces because there's multiple different you know factors there's the power connector for the you know for the nvidia cards that we really haven't talked about there's you know concerns that the actual power connector might physically melt because of the amount of power you know power draw that these cards are going to require if you're these using all- if you're using a current standard pci express power supply right so have these are all concerns and these are things that you need to be aware of if you're going to be upgrading these are what i want to see the uh you know the reviewers get their hands on them both nvidia and amd's products and i'm going to wait probably into the first quarter next year before i make a decision to you know to you know to purchase anything i'm not hurting with the card i'm i'm running right now so uh, so just give it time. Don't buy into the, you know, don't buy into the marketing hype, you know, go in informed. Um, yep. the other thing, so, the other thing there is just keep in mind that the actual like overclock TDPs of these things are going to be higher. Yeah. Well, that gap, that gap between base, base power and the top end is going to be a whole lot wider. Uh, I would not watch a bunch of overclockers this uh, this time because they're all going to be running fucking liquid nitrogen, and that's not something you have in your home, I'm sure. Um, they're also so, all going to be running 1,200 watt power supplies or, or more. Or more. <laughs> or more, yeah. Uh, so... I don't know. There's, there's only a couple, you know, we've, we went hard on the, you know, on the, you know, on the gaming tech this time, uh, because there's not a whole lot of gaming, you know, game news. Well, uh, we're going to see a lot more of, uh, of, uh, of the game news coming up here in the next couple of weeks. I do know 
uh, and, the, and this was brought to my attention the other day, uh, that Warhammer 40k Darktide uh, is getting a PC beta. Um, and Literally I, signing I up as we're that. talking about it. Um, literally, that's what I was actually about to snag next because I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. And then I started signing up, so I'm going to post it in our chat because I expect okay. you guys to sign up. Yeah. Um, the PC beta is set for October 14th through the 16th. Yep. This also comes out on Game Pass, though. I'm a, I'm a big supporter of Fat Shark, so I plan on actually buying it for this. This will live on my system rent-free forever right. um, if it's good. <sighs> Got to add that. Hey, and here's the other thing. I'll be done with all of my concerts and other bullshit that weekend. It'll be the first weekend I have free after Concert Mania. October. I well, just got my thanks for signing up for the Dark Tide playtesting. It's you. Fill I have to go me. ahead and uh, go through that here after the show. Um, but yeah, I plan on uh, uh, trying to get into the you know PC beta set if I can actually get the damn thing to download before the fucking beta ends. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. I will take my machine over to my uh, to my parents' place and download that if I have to. Um, but yeah, there's, uh, some, of, some other stuff that's coming out, you know, uh, early next month, a scorn, there's a new video, uh, showing the prologue gameplay. Um, and it looks, uh, uh, suitably, uh, unsettling, uh, with its gag-esque look. So that's that right there is a game that I've been kind of watching off and on for the past couple of years. So I want to play that. Um, uh, there was a, uh, alongside the, uh, the, uh, 4,000 series news, uh, uh, Steam had actually, uh, put out a, uh, a first look of, uh, the portal game with RTX turned on. Whoa. Uh, and that is, uh, that is something that you should probably take a look at because that makes that game look really different. And yep. Um Nvidia talked uh uh talked Valve into remastering uh both Portal One and Portal Two with ray tracing, but that is going to be using a bit of the new DLSS version three point that I don't know that is It'll going still to work be on anything but a 40 series card. It'll still be backwards compatible. You just won't be able to use DLSS three. So you'll still be able to, if you've got a ray tracing available card right now, it'll still allow you to put a uh, turn on the ray tracing. You just won't get the performance gains from DLSS because all that does is just up the amount of, uh, uh, FPS that you can get in games by doing some sampling. Um, well, then, so you yeah, can run yeah. raw RTS, uh, RTX on it. Woo-hoo. So that's definitely something that I want to, you know, play. I like the portal games and if I can I mean, turn on RTX games... on those. Hell yeah. yeah. Those games are light enough. I imagine even after RTX is there that my card will probably still run it. Yeah. Your, your card should still be able to run, you know, uh, run that depends on, you know, how they implement RTX. It's all, you know, specific to, you know, it's specific to how they remaster it, but you're only going to get like 200, you know, you'll get the, the 140 plus 
frames per second with DLSS 3. I'm sure that's why they wanted to use it as a tech demo. But, um, you know, that, that said, that is still a thing that is coming down the pipe for people with our, you know, with the ability to uh, turn on ray tracing. So that was, that was pretty, pretty interesting too. Um, but outside of that, I don't have much more in the, uh, in the way of game news. I have one other thing. So I use a, a website a lot called how long to beat to give me an idea of how long stuff is. Mm-hmm. Um, how long to beat's been incorporated into PC game pass to give you an idea. Well, it might be on regular game pass too, but if you go to the details section for any game now, it gives you a rough idea of about how long a game is based on user data reported to how long to beat. Ooh. So if you want to figure out what your investment is on a new game and get an idea, that's one way to go. That's awesome. Yeah, I love how long to beat. And sometimes I'll use it to be like, all right, so what's my investment on this? Right. Um, You know, if I'm going to buy if I'm going to buy into a game or if I'm going to sit down and think that the game is going to be like 16 hours, uh, order 1886 um, and be like four hours long, order 1886. um, (laughs) You know, (laughs) you don't want to be disappointed with the length of a game. Um, you want to get a good cross section of how long it's going to take you to get through a general run and don't look at the completionist scores. So, yeah, that's kind of neat. I haven't seen that yet, but it, that I, is, that I is noticed it the other day and then be... saw a story about it. It's like, okay, yeah, I wasn't tripping. Awesome. All right, man. Is that it? I think so. Jason, you got All anything right. else? Nope, that's it, guys. So find us at TiltCast.com. Find us on Facebook and Twitter.com slash TiltCast. Our YouTube channel is YouTube.com slash TiltCast. And search for us on iTunes and Spotify. Subscribe. Find some friends of the show. You've got Cabbage, KBG. You've got NoQuarters.net. You've got For the Love of Gaming. You've got BMFCast.com and TVGP.TV. They also play Game Pass. And with that, it's the end of the show. All right. East.